Hey everybody, this is Jonathan. I am in Las Vegas with the rest of the Trivial Warfare gang. We are hanging out at Trivia Nationals and having a great time. In fact, yesterday we attended the Trivia Hall of Fame ceremony. No idea if we won or lost yet because we because I recorded this in advance. Uh, but if you want to find out, just go to Trivial Warfare Army on Facebook and I'm sure you'll either see congratulations or condolences. Either way, Join the Facebook group, and uh, you'll be able to hear what's going on. For now, because we couldn't record an episode this week, I am pulling a fantastic episode from the archive. I hope you enjoy it. I'm going to do one more archived show next week before we get back to producing new content. Until then, enjoy the show. Warning. The following podcast may prove to be informative and educational, but it is guaranteed to be entertaining. Welcome to Trivial Warfare, the podcast that takes the pub quiz out of the pub and brings it home to you. Now here's your host, Jonathan Oakes. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Trivial Warfare. We are the podcast that takes the pub quiz out of the pub and brings it home to you. My name's Jonathan, and I am here today... With an awesome freaking show in store. This is in celebration of Black History Month. And before I go further, I need to make sure I introduce who's in the room. We have Ben. Hey, man. Welcome back, Ben. Long time no see. No Um, surprise that you're here for this. uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think I was the best candidate for this. this It was down to you and Carmela, and I figured you might be better. Probably. (laughs) We are here with Shakiva. Hello, Shakiva. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you. So you and Ben work together, or you not not now, but you used to work together. I met him. Yeah, at work. What what kind of stuff did you guys do together? I was a Jedi Master, and she was my Padawan. Yes. Oh (laughs) wow, we went nerdy immediately. And he he tries to drag me into that world, and I just. Kick and scream. I don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> All right. She tried, she tried to be a thug. She knows she's a nerd at heart. All right. Oh, that sounds like a, a book title right there. It, it work, is. work that into it. Yeah, copyright it. And then on the other end, we are graced today with the presence of the hosts of Inside Pop. It is Amita Patel and Sean David Johnson. Hey, guys. Welcome to the show. Hey there. Hi. How's it going? Oh, man. We so are happy excited. To be here. We are excited, excited to, to have here. you guys here. So let's get right into it. Tell us, what is Inside Pop? Inside Pop is a weekly pop culture podcast. It is our take as insiders in pop culture. We are both television producers and members of the Producers Guild of America. So we kind of get a little bit more access to really cool things in pop culture on top of the fact that we love pop culture to our core and we are huge fans of television, film, and music and can't can't stop talking about it with each other. Yeah, we'll talk about kind of high and low pop culture. So we'll talk about everything from, you know, this the kind of significance of Moonlight in the Oscar race. Uh, but then we'll also not be afraid to talk about why Rami Malek is only hot three days of the week. And <laughs> I like to say it's four. <laughs> so we're kind of all over the place. Well, it's funny since uh, since I knew we were going to be getting together, I started listening to the show. And for trivia fans out there. It's a really useful show because as a person, I'm not a pop culture person, right? That's not the stuff that I pay attention to. But 
since I started listening to their show, I've already run into two or three questions where I knew the answer to something that came up because I'm aware of current pop culture stuff now that I was oh. completely unaware of before. So Yay! all you trivia lovers out there, Inside Pop is a good place to really get on the cutting edge of pop culture. And Thank public you, service, yes. really. Speaking yeah. of the cutting edge of pop culture, this is Oscars week. When this yes. show comes out, I believe it's going to be around the 20th, and Oscars are on the 26th. Am I right about those dates? Does that sound that right? That is correct. Yeah. All right. So it's Oscar season. I know you guys are big into the Oscars, into the award shows. So I got to know, who's winning for Best Picture this year? Well, <laughs> I will say that I would bet my home, my two cats, my second oldest nephew. Lala he likes Land. the first oldest They'll nephew win. too much. He loves his first oldest nephew. Yeah. Second, not so much. Yeah, I'm willing really to go on a line for that one. You yeah. said La La Land? I think La La Land is going to, I think it's going to sweep, which to me is not very exciting. I think when you go into an Oscar ceremony and the winner is a foregone conclusion, it's a little boring. But yeah, I think La La Land will definitely grab Best Picture. Amita, what do you think? I like an exciting award show. And so I am pulling for a late night surprise of Moonlight taking it for Best Picture. If La La Land wins, that seems like a poor reflection on the Academy to me, because that's basically that kind of self-aggrandizing, hey, this is a thing about us, so we're going to vote for it kind of thing. That would really be a turnoff to me. But that's what most people are saying is probably why they are going to vote for it. Oh, boo. <laughs> boo earns. Boo earns. <laughs> <laughs> now, one other thing I noticed. there was Last year, there was a controversy, and this is an interesting show to talk about it on. Last year, there was a controversy. There was the Oscars So White controversy, yes. for lack of a better word. But when I was looking up the nominees for Best Picture this year, I saw Hidden Figures. I saw Moonlight. I saw Fences. And I thought to myself, and I'd like to get everybody's opinions on this. I thought to myself, are the movies that are focused on African-American stories better this year? Or is this an intentional reaction where Hollywood and the Academy are saying, we need to do a better job of being representative? What do you guys think? And, and Ben, let's start with you. Have you thought about this? I'm not an expert because a lot of these movies I haven't seen. But based on what I know about the movies, I just think that the movies this year that involve black characters are just better movies. When you think about Fences, first of all, terrific play, right? Absolutely outstanding. And then you put Denzel and Viola Davis in it. Like that's how can you possibly lose? How could that not be a good film? Yeah. Even though I didn't see it. But, <laughs> but you're asking, how film. could it possibly be bad? <laughs> I'm just, that's one, that's one thing was like, I'm using a sports analogy. If I were to put, when the dream team first came out in the Olympics in 92, without ever having seen them, I knew that they would beat everybody they played. Cause it's like, I already know this combination is going to, this is a winning combination. I don't have to see you play. I know you're going to destroy everybody. And that's how I feel about movies like fences, hidden figures. This, the backstory behind that, I did research that is phenomenal. So I just think the movies are better when you compare that to something like a straight out of Compton. Yes. I love straight out of Compton. I did see that, but. That's not an Oscar worthy right. type of movie. That's, you don't do, you don't make a movie like that to win an Oscar. You make a movie like that to portray something specific about the culture in that time in America. So I'm optimistic as well. And I kind of 
I'm hoping that it's not a reaction to last year. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, I think it's just they were better films this year. I really don't think it's, um, based off of a reaction. I've, I've seen Hidden Fences. Hidden Figures? Hidden Figures. See, I got. <laughs> Hidden I Fences. Got, you oh, combine man. those two movies. That's an amazing That's show. Oh, man. Awesome. I need to stay off the internet, man. But I did, <laughs> I did see Fences mm-hmm. and I saw Hidden Figures and I saw Moonlight. Moonlight? All three were amazing movies. So me seeing the movies, experiencing them and, and seeing how they're being part of the Oscars, I have to say they were just great movies. Why could, why wouldn't they be a part of it this year? Very cool. Now, Amita, what do you think? I, we've discussed this on the podcast and I have a couple different opinions about it. I think they were stellar films. I've seen them all. I've seen most of the films that are nominated and they're all well done in their own right, some better than others. I loved, loved Hidden Figures, Moonlight, and Fences. And I think, you know, we discussed Oscar So White last year, and there was a film that we thought was egregiously left out called Beasts of No Nation, starring Idris Elba. Yeah. And it was one of the conversations that we kept having last year about this. And from something that we do, we get to go to a lot of these movies ahead of time and we have screenings with producers and directors afterwards and they talk about the film and the making of the film. And the one thing I always gather from these things, it takes a long, long time to make films, to get financing, to get distribution, to actually film the movie and get it all done and get it out there is a, is a years long process for most films. So it's weird to say that it's a reaction to it. But I wouldn't put it past studios to possibly speed up something to come mm. out towards the end of the year to get recognition because of a reaction to last year. I don't know if that happened this year. I just think, as you said, Shakiva, they're just incredible films that came out this year. I don't think it's that connected to Oscar So White. It's just they were great films. Yeah, I mean, I, good points by everyone. But I think I, I would just add that. I think what Oscar So White did was shine a light on the issue of diversity to the Academy. So, for example, Selma, which came out either last year or two years ago, that was undeniably a great film with a great performance by David Oyelowo, and it was ignored by the Oscars. So I feel like what Oscar So White at very least did was to tell the Academy, you better not do that again. You better not ignore an undeniably great film like Fences or Moonlight or Hidden Figures. So, yeah, but I, I think the films this year are great. But I think we had some great films in the past couple of years that were ignored. So, yeah. So it's basically it put the Academy on notice not to treat any films as tokens, but to say do not ignore the brilliance of these films. Even if you, these people in these movies don't look like you, Academy, you've still got to recognize how amazing they are. And the only thing that I would add from my perspective, when I look at, and I, th- I think that Mad Max has a little bit to do with people's feelings. When a movie like Mad Max can get nominated for Best Picture, when truthfully, if you just look at it from end to end, it might be technologically cool or, or, or special effects cool. It's no better than a movie like Creed is. So why does yeah. a movie like that? get a nomination when other movies, either Beast of No Nation movie, which might be a critically better movie, or Creed, which is a popular movie, mm-hmm. could very well have been nominated in the place of something like a Mad Max. And I think that's the movie being in there that really kind of threw open the gates of, wait a minute, how does that get in, but nothing else gets in over here? Yeah, yeah. I always say the Martian argument. 
(laughs) (laughs) So La La Land is the pick over here. And the hope on the other side, what was was the hope pick? Was it Moonlight? Moonlight. 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 All right. Very cool. Well, guys, it is time to move on. It's time to warm it up, Chris. It's time to warm it up. A trivial warfare today. And there's only one person who can warm it up for the TWA. And that's Chris. And sometimes Jonathan. So I had a lot of fun with this warm it up, Chris question, guys. It came over the holidays back in Christmas. I was talking to my family and I realized we were, we were talking about the four tops. They were on a TV show. We were watching reruns of Webster of all things and they were on an episode of Webster. And I made a joke and said, you know, I really can't tell. I thought that was a temptation song. And it turns out it was a four top song. Oh boy. And I realized I can't tell the difference between the four tops oh and the temptations. <laughs> wow. And I wondered if any of you could. <laughs> oh, man. So I have a list of songs that were big hits for either the four tops or the temptations. And we're going to go back and forth. I'm going to name a song for you guys, and you have to tell me which group it is. I'll name a song for you guys, and you have to tell me which one. And we'll see who uh, who knows more. Oh, my God. This is going to be I need to disclose something here. My team better win. Oh. And I say that because my childhood home was one block from Hitsville, USA, in Detroit, Michigan, where Motown recorded primarily. Mm-hmm. So Aww. there's... My family will not talk to me again if I cannot tell the difference between these two groups. Let me make sure I give you the hard ones. Yes, please do. Yeah, give them the hard ones, please. Please give them the hard ones. All right, we'll start with Ben and Shakiva. The first song, Ain't Too Proud to Beg. Temptations. Correct answer is The Temptations. Good start. All right, the next song is Papa Was a Rolling Stone. Amita, I think that is uh, also The Temptations, but shoot. I, I'm drawing a complete blank. I trust you on this. <sighs> it could be The Four Tops. Of course, because that's the other choice. <laughs> <laughs> He's got Good the job. hang of it, guys. Powers <laughs> of deduction there. <laughs> All right, we're going to say The Temptations. Correct answer is The ah. Temptations. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. You guys are two for two. All right, here we go. Baby, I need your loving. Four tops. You don't have to whisper it. You're there. They can't oh, steal right. the answer I'm, from you. I'm in game mode already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Four, four tops? tops? Yeah. Correct. It yes. is the four tops. <laughs> I can't help myself. Subtitle, Sugar Pie, Honey Bunch. Um, <laughs> I think that's the temptation. What do you think? Go for it. Okay, we say the temptations. The four tops. (gasps) Terrible. Down one. Here we go. Okay. It's the same old song. Is this the same old song? I'm not singing. I think it's the four tops. You said you're not singing? I said I'm not singing. Oh, no. Oh, you come on. You want me to sing We it. do a lot of bad this singing. Full con- this is a full contact show. Yes, we do a lot of bad yeah. singing here. I warmed up before I started. Nice. <laughs> you were on vocal rest. I think that's the four tops. tops. We're going to go yeah. four tops. Correct answer is the four tops. Yeah. Ben is three yeah, for three. My girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about my girl. Tem- <laughs> patience. Uh, Temptations. I would say that too. 
You would say that? Okay. I let's would, say but it. I was wrong last time, so I okay. don't know anything. Shrug it off. Uh, let's go for the Temptations, my girl. Correct answer is the Temptations. Yeah. Oh. Well done. Nice. We've only had one miss so far. We've got five more songs. Reach out, I'll be there. Good one. One of my favorite. When I was a kid, I used to listen to a lot of Motown. This is one of my favorite songs. I don't think that's the Temptations. That's, that's a tough one. Nobody can hear you, Ben. Sorry, I'm. I'm. <laughs> ben is literally yeah, laid back. The pressure, man. You don't understand the pressure of this. You can't be from Detroit and not be able to get these instantly. If I were 20 yeah. years older, they, this would not be an issue for me at all. <laughs> I want to. Well, um, you want to go four tops? I think four tops. Let's go four tops. Oh, Ben, I'm sorry. It's the four tops. It's the four tops. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Ain't no woman like the one I've got. Another great song. Well, they're all great songs. Let's be honest. These are some amazing right. bands. The titles are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> to all these songs. I'm going to say Four Tops just because I feel like the better known songs are Temptations. That's what in my mind. So the lesser known songs are the. So let's say the Four Tops. Amita, do you agree? I can't. Uh, for, I'm, I've I lost. I totally agree. Sorry. Okay. At first, I don't know what it is, Amita, but I've lost volume on you. You're. I don't know if the mic moved or anything, but your voice is coming through very quiet. Is it possible Hi. that there's a correlation between the volume of her voice and the confidence in the topic? <laughs> I'm not being. I'm not even being funny. I'm just I saying, think you know. It's the four tops. Okay. There we go. Okay. You might be right. Confident. The answer ain't a woman like the one I got. The four tops. Four yes. Good job. Yes. All right, three more. The way you do the things you do. That's the temptations. Yeah, temptations. Temptations is correct. Hey. Wow. All right. Bernadette. Bernadette. <laughs> can I get, a, can I get a, a song of this one? I actually don't know if I know this one. Let's ben just gave it to you. That's I, it. That's ben just ben, gave it to you. <laughs> <laughs> ah, temptations. Oh. I'm not completely sure about that, but let's go. Let's go for the temptations, Amita. What do you think? Okay. Uh, <laughs> are you going temptations? No, we are going temptations. All right. The answer is the four tops. Ah, I had a feeling. I had a single feeling. Is it possible to? Force Shakiva to sing her next answer. Uh, yes. I, I like that. That is absolutely possible. <laughs> you guys are evil. How many more questions are there? Just one left. The last one. Oh, the last yeah. one. Get ready. Get ready, because oh man, is it? Yeah. Here I Only. come. Here I come. Okay, that's all. That's all. That's all get. we're gonna get. Three <laughs> words. <laughs> oh. I wasn't confident. Oh. I think that's the four tops. Um. Okay. We'll go with four tops. <laughs> you 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 were gonna go with temptations. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling temptations, but just, I, I'm you know not what? confident. Let's, let's no. do temptations. Uh, we'll go temptations. I, she doesn't look comfortable. I, I'm what, not confident. What, I, I'm what not, help are you right now? I, I, I told you I'm not confident, so okay. you should may right. want to choose so the let, other. Let's think <laughs> through it. So get ready. I feel like so when I used to watch Soul Train Music Awards back in the '80s, they would always do a Temptations versus Four Tops. And so the Temptations would sing a song, and then the Four Tops would sing a song. And I, I feel like this song was always a comeback to the Temptations, because the Temptations always start. 
that's my logic behind it. And see, I'm 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 giving VH1 a shout out for playing the Temptations movie over and over and over again. <laughs> I'm David Ruffin, <laughs> so that's oh, why I'm pulling true. my. <laughs> um, do you recall that song from the movie? That's why I'm I'm not comfortable with Temptations, but let's do Four Tops. All right, we'll go with Four Tops. Four Tops. Temptations. Oh, oh that was hard. That was you hard. were so close. Ben. Was, they, I was they, so close. They were he never one, returned to Detroit. That's right. I can't go back. They were one group back. away. If you'd only chosen your other option, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's legitimately difficult. Yeah, that was all right. Hard. Well, you guys missed one. You guys missed two. I think Ben and Shakiva were the dominant team in Ooh, Temptations or Four Tops. Right. At least, at least I feel warmed Good up. Job, guys. There you go. All right, guys. Here's how the game is going to work. I started to say it earlier. This is our Black History Month episode. And specifically, this is a full show focused on black pop culture. So we're digging into areas. We we try and be diverse across our normal show as much as possible, right? But this is specifically honing in on the things that you guys should love. And if I've done a bad job, it's on me. <laughs> because I should so. clarify that I am the, the sole Indian American here, but I, in a previous life, was a Southern black woman. So therefore, that's why I am here. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I have a disclaimer that I just want the audience to know that Shakiva and I work in corporate America and have for our entire careers. <laughs> and we're just two regular black people. And we're going up against two people of color who specialize in pop culture. <laughs> So the pressure's you on you to guys to win. <laughs> Did so you just do a reverse pressure? Yes. Absolutely. The pressure's all on you guys to win. <laughs> all right. Well here played. we go. So it is time to play the game. Play us. Oh, yeah. Y'all know what time it is. This is Mr. Literature himself, cordially inviting you to the game. This is six rounds of trivia goodness. Three questions per round. Every right answer gets you 10 points. In the middle, we'll take a pause for the cause and ask a midpoint question worth up to 20 juicy points. After round six, you can wager any or all those points you've been building up and take a shot at the final round. It's a series of theme-based questions we call the gauntlet. It's just that easy, baby. But this game ain't gonna play itself, players. Let's get it on. Round one, question one. Your first category is movie plots. I'm going to read you the general plot of a movie, paraphrased from IMDb. I want you to give me the name of the movie. Good. A cool private eye is hired by a crime lord to find and retrieve his kidnapped daughter. I think that's it. That's what I was thinking. I couldn't think of that. Couldn't, uh, it took me yeah. a minute to get to the title. We're locked in. All right, Ben and Shakiva are locked in. Sean and Amita, it's up to you. All right. Answers on the ceiling, which is why I'm looking up. <laughs> All right. So, of course, Taken was my first um, thought, but Liam Neeson is not African American. There's nothing, yes, <laughs> nothing black about that film. Uh, do you have any thoughts, Amita, about this answer? I um, had no. <laughs> <laughs> I originally thought Rush Hour and Chris Tucker was the private eye part. No, I will say <laughs> no. no to that. But there was a daughter stolen. Uh, so, wow! Our first question. I will say, uh, he's a cool like a, private eye. So a cool private eye. 
hired by a crime lord yeah. to rescue his daughter. His being the right. crime lord's daughter. He wasn't right. hired right. by a crime lord to rescue his personal daughter. His that wouldn't daughter. make any sense. Right. right. That would make no sense. <laughs> right. By the way, That's you guys the se- have sequel. You guys have just <laughs> you guys have just started to find the experience of losing twenty IQ points by actually being on the show. That's what happens <laughs> when you're on camera. When you're getting recorded, that IQ drops like a rock. Oh, <laughs> it man. Yes. oh man, I feel it's it. The pressure. I'm trying to think like of something. cool private eye characters. My crime lord's daughter was it? Oh, 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 is it? Um, Eddie Murphy? What movie would it be? I don't Golden think. Child? What was the Golden Child? No, that was Supernatural <laughs> oh, no. Asia. I'm thinking maybe something played by Denzel Washington. What was that Denzel Washington movie? Oh, Man on Fire? Yeah, could that be it? Is there a crime word involved? I don't know. I know there's Dakota Fanning as the daughter, right? And he's, and he's searching for her. I like right. this idea. I like this okay. idea. Okay, so we're going to lock in Man on Fire. All right, man on fire. I have to say something. The first, when you said private eye, the first thing that came up in my head was Shaft. Don't judge me. <laughs> first thing I, I just, thought was uh, Undercover Brother. That's what I, I was going that Oh, that's a good one to come up with first. Mm. So I was thinking, okay, what is a movie about a black guy going to save a little white girl? So immediately, Man on Fire was the first <laughs> movie that popped in my head. So we went Man on Fire. Man on Fire. I never said anything about a white girl. I'm just oh, talking oh, about Shaft. Oh. The answer is Shaft. Oh, Are you kidding me? Yeah, Shakima. Richard Roundtree Shaft. Oh. Where'd the white girl come from? Who said white girl? Oh, <laughs> Nobody. Man. It's just I mean, cool private eye. Like, oh, my gosh. trying to save a, do- a the daughter. I, I don't remember that. I don't even remember the plot from Shaft. Oh, I was just Shaft. talking Apparently about Shaft. He gave us the plot. <laughs> Gosh, I'm so disappointed. Now, if you had told me who sang the theme song, who is the man? I could get that. Yeah. You know, Harry yeah. Armpit's guy. You know what I'm saying? All right. Wow. You guys came out of the out of the starting gate with some fire there. We were men on fire. Yes, yes, we were. All right. Round one, question two. Your category is, it's more fun to do it with friends. Mm-hmm. All right. CeeLo Green has been a founding member of what two groups? I need the names of both groups. We're locked in. All right. Ben and Shakiva are locked in. Okay. Amita has a confident look in her eye, and I feel confident. I'm going to say Gnarls Barkley and Goody Mob. Yep. Do you concur? I concur. Okay. All right. We're going to lock in with Gnarls Barkley and Goody Mob. Okay. Ben and Shakiva? Same thing. First thing um, um, that came up for me was Goody Mob because I was just listening to them last weekend. I, f- I was in that that mode. <laughs> you have to be in a certain mode to listen to Goody Mob? You have yeah, to you be in that mode to listen to Goody Mob. And so I was thinking, I knew about the rap group, and I couldn't think of their name, but I saw Shakiva writing. So I said, okay, I'm going to go to the other group, which was Norris Barkley. When she wrote down, I was like, come and get your soul hey, food. Hey. Really? <laughs> so, yes, Goody Mob and Norris Barkley. The correct answers. Goody Mob and Norris Barkley. Hey. We are on the board. 
Uh, Broken the ice. Yes. This is stressful, by the it, way. It, it is. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's not it's not like there's money on the line, but your pride is on the line. Pride, you want to be able to you want to be able to tell people, hey, look at what I just did and be proud of it. Not <laughs> not like, hey, I did this thing and you shouldn't listen at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I feel okay because we have not been shut out. We at least have some points. Some so. <laughs> to start. Yeah. <laughs> Round one, question three. Your category is literature. 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 What Nobel Prize winning novel by Toni Morrison has been challenged or banned in some classrooms due to scenes of, quote, bestiality, gang rape, and an infant's gruesome murder, end quote? You good with that? Yeah. We're locked in. Fast, too. Amita and I on Inside Pop like to joke about the fact that one of us reads and the other one really doesn't do a lot of reading. <laughs> but I know a Toni Morrison novel. You do. Um, I'm going beloved. to go ahead with Beloved. Yes, we're going to say Beloved. Lock it in. All right. They're saying Sorry, Beloved. Winfrey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, there you go. I, I didn't know, by the way, when, when Beloved came out as an Oprah Winfrey thing, I had no idea it was related to Toni Morrison. And I, I found either. that out later. I didn't either. Shakiva, what did you guys say? We said beloved. You did? Yeah, we did. That's a good thing because the answer is beloved. Yay. Yeah. Yay. You hear the words Toni Morrison and Nobel Prize. That's, <laughs> that's the novel to think of. After the first round, 20 to 20. Yay. Tie game. I'm feeling some relief because I had no idea how difficult these questions would be. Me and either. I'm feeling better about the my ability to get these questions so you thought i was gonna come hardcore on you yeah like you know I what was did. what was the name of shaft's son in shaft four the return to africa <laughs> no man the return to africa <laughs> I don't know. do you do no, they get man. increasingly difficult they do oh crap they do oh, i did organize them so that the heart the ones i thought were a little more difficult do come near the end sorry round two question one category is beginnings Excluding his appearance as a member of the Digital Underground in Nothing But Trouble, what was the first movie starring Tupac Shakur in a feature role? We're locked in. Already. Didn't even think. Just like fast. <laughs> well, I confer with my I mean, I want to make you guys <laughs> think. I want you to have to think. All right, guys. It's over to you. Well, I only can think of one movie that Tupac Shakur starred in co-starring janet jackson poetic justice can you think of any others amita um juice came to mind but i can't oh. remember it and if that was before or after and if uh, also was the film that starts two bucks wait no mckay pfeiffer was in juice yes I'm terrible hopefully hopefully juice is not another question <laughs> that's coming yeah. up later <laughs> what movie starring mckay pfeiffer right oh great so I'm going to say Poetic Justice because that, well, that, I think Poetic, Poetic Justice was 92 or 93. Yeah. Was he, he could he have been in anything before that? Possibly could Juice. <laughs> Possibly Juice. Oh, please don't let it no, be Juice. There's something else in the back of my head that I think is not Juice. It's another film and it's about basketball that he was in and I'm not remembering it unless it's Juice. So. I think the only thing we can do is go with a film that is Tupac Shakur, which we both know he was in, which is Poetic Justice. All right, let's lock it in. Poetic Justice. Okay. 
Shakiva and Ben. So the movie, I mean, you're thinking about is Above the Rim. That started. That's it. Dwayne it's Martin. a basketball. It's a rim. That was 94. <laughs> that was like 94 time frame. Uh, Poetic Justice was 92, 93 time frame. That was the Janet Jackson and um, the Braids. But we went with a movie that came out in 90 or 91, and that was Juice. Juice. So we got. <gasps> We got juice over here. We got poetic justice over here. And Ben was given years. Yeah. So it sounds like he thinks he knows what he's talking about. I hope so. As a matter of fact, I do have Tupac's first three movies listed with the years. So we're about to find oh, out if Ben man. knows what he's talking oh my about. God. All right. Okay. Above the Rim came out in 1994. Juice came out in 1992. Oh. Poetic justice. Came out in 1993. Yeah. Ah. Juice is the correct answer. I was right. <laughs> when you said the basketball movie, I was like, "Oh, I think that may have been before nope, Juice." No way. Okay, awesome. I, yep. See, these are movies I actually saw, so this, um, it helps some. <laughs> Funny story: Above the Rim. I went to see that at the at a little cheap movie theater in Mobile on Easter Sunday of ninety. I guess I was 94. Yeah. Easter Sunday, 94. Cause we had this tradition in my family that everybody was at church on Easter. So we never went to church on Easter Sunday. We went every other week, but Easter, Easter Sunday, we were at, at watching, uh, that's an room. odd tradition. <laughs> Cause we went to church every Sunday, but it's like so many people at church on Easter. We're not dealing with the traffic and the crowds and stuff. We're going to the movies. <laughs> I like I that tradition. <laughs> I was wondering where the funny in that story came from. It didn't hit me until the end. Yeah. I was like, what's the funny in this? <laughs> <We're not laughs> that's also, uh, that, that's right around the time Warren G became popular because the closing credits had the song Regulate on that song. I remember that. Oh, wow. wow. Whoa. It was a clear black night. Hey, clear you're going to have to take that movie. question off his list now. <laughs> y- y'all, I didn't know Ben was a savant, guys. <laughs> okay, next question. All right, round two, question two. Category is, it's an honor. The award named after what man? is presented annually at the ESPYs to individuals whose contributions transcend sports. Former winners include Jim Valvano, Muhammad Ali, and Robin Roberts. Oh, we're locked in. <laughs> I have you no sounded, idea. So fast. Yeah. You sounded yeah. super confident. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, we could try to have a discussion about this, but I need to. <laughs> yeah, right I'm depending on. I actually on have watched the ESPYs, and I guess Sean probably hasn't. But I think I, I want you to say what you're going to say. But I think the name you're about to say is one of my all-time, all-time sports heroes. Yes, in my life, Arthur Ashe. That is exactly what I was thinking. So are you guys, I don't any- care about sports, but I love Arthur Ashe so much because I had to do a book report in fifth grade about him, and I had to dress up as Arthur Ashe and deliver the book report in for, in first person. Did you? Wear I'm the, the white- first African American <laughs> to win Wimbledon. Yeah, I had to do that. Did you have to wear the white shorty shorts? Super short. <laughs> as long as they weren't tight, it's okay. What do you mean? Of course they're tight. Doesn't matter. Short. Do you have photo evidence of this? Because I'm sure Jonathan wants it for the I water. want to put it in the show not, notes. Not for the show notes. Oh. Show notes, so yes, photos, we're, please. So we're going to lock in and say Arthur Ashe. Arthur Ashe. Okay. Shakiva and Ben. I had no idea on this, but Ben chose Arthur Ashe and I trust him. All right. <laughs> Correct answer, Arthur Ashe. Good job. Outstanding. When you look back at that award list, that that is really a huge honor. 
that award, when you look at it, I mean, really impressive list of people there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Round two, question three. Category is featuring dot, dot, dot. Other than Lil Dicky, what two rappers have vocal parts in the song Save Dat Money? And there's a bonus here. Your bonus question is what other rapper appears in the video? Do you need me to repeat? Absolutely. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Other than Lil Dicky, what two rappers have vocal parts in the song Save Dat Money? With a bonus, what other rapper also appears in the video? I have no idea. Have you ever heard this song? No. I've seen the video. The video is outstanding. Save that money. money. <laughs> Save that money. That. Yes, that's it. Was, that song was in the commercial. Yes, the okay. Old Navy commercial. The what commercial? Old Navy, apparently. Yeah, I remember. I remember there was that. a line of Old Navy commercials running on like Sprout and the, the Chit Kilt Chit Show Kids like channels. I have. I also have a two-year-old, so <laughs> they put Lil Dicky on the Sprout have channel. We don't know that. That that part of the song was because the, yeah. uh, they were talking about how you can go to Old Navy and get clothes for cheap. So at the end of every Old Navy commercial, it's like say that money. Wow, <laughs> I'm saying I was like Lil, Lil Dicky, Dicky on, on Old Navy on Sprout. Exactly. Oh my god, like, what is going on here? This is like an alternate universe. For the record, for you guys, if you guys have never heard this song, go look up Lil Dicky, Say That Money, and watch the video. It's tremendous. And who else was on that track again? I can't tell you. It's <laughs> <laughs> a really strong move there, by the way. That was a veteran move. I tried. I tried real hard. Oh, oh deep. Ben's getting deep. serious. Ben's taking his headphones off. For what it's worth, you can get credit for the bonus, which is two points. Uh, even if you missed the main part of the question. It will all be a guess. I <laughs> <laughs> haven't figured that out already. <laughs> so your main answer is you want the two rappers that appear other than Lil Dicky yes. in, in the song. Who vocally are in the song. Yeah. So I will go with these two for that. Okay. Now I'm trying to get the bonus. What's the bonus? I'm, I'm- the bonus is the other rapper appearing in the video. I have really good answers. I'm glad half of our team does because I do not. <laughs> My okay. second favorite nephew always gives me a hard time for not staying up on current hip hop. I am up on it, but I don't know that song. Really? You've never heard it? I, I don't have Sprout and what? what it's not on Sprout. I don't have a child. This is, this is, uh, <laughs> it's a really catchy freaking song. So Lil Dicky is a, is actually a Jewish white guy. And so this is a very ironic song. He's singing a song about saving money as opposed to spending money. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. So it's a very fun song. It's very ironic. That gives me no help on what the answers like, are. That I that's know. why I shared it because I knew it wouldn't help. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's not going to come any. You know, like we spent 30 minutes. It's not going to come. So we're going to go ahead and lock in. All right. Over to Amita okay. and Sean. Uh, let this be an Amita Patel monologue because I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, you just you just talk and talk, and you don't need to hear my voice. <laughs> Sounds like our podcast. <laughs> Kidding. Sean, we uh, we're going to send you some aloe vera, man. You just got burned. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's embarrassing for me, though. <laughs> Excuse me, Sean. Let me finish. Let me finish. Sean, let me finish. <laughs> this will tear us apart. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, I would like to guess some classic. Rap artists that are just not 
well-known enough that might be doing this. My first answer would be, oh, well, I'm just going to lock them in. So I'm just going to say what they are. Well, well, let me. Do you want to hear them first? Yes, please. Okay, fine. (laughs) I'm thinking Trick Daddy because why not? (laughs) (laughs) Sean just doesn't want you to say Biggie. He's he's pretty sure it's not Biggie. (laughs) Pretty sure. Nor Tupac. Good, Sean. Good. (laughs) Ursilo Green. (laughs) Right. Right. Okay, what's your second answer? Wait, isn't it? We have to give two. You we have to, to give, give two. two. My second one was a lesser known rapper who guested on a Beyonce song called Bun B because his name's Bun B. <laughs> <laughs> Good reason. Good reason. And I see, Ben gets me. And then in the video, because Ben gave up a little tell saying the video was ridiculous, my bonus for the video would be Lil John because, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because he's ridiculous. Why not? Yeah. Save that he, money. He likes to bounce. What? Come on, that's good. <laughs> but he doesn't speak. But he likes to bounce around. So, and that's what I'm imagining the guest rapper who doesn't rap does in the video: bounce around. So for so, so I think everything that you said. <laughs> I knew you would. Ditto. All right. So Trick Daddy, Bun B, and Lil John. Final answer: yeah. locking in. Okay. We're locking it in. And P.S. Trick Daddy, Bun B, and Lil John. If you aren't on this song, you guys should do a song together. <laughs> they really should. That'd be legit. <laughs> ben, Shakiba, what are you thinking? So I think I'm the only person in the room that's seen the video. And before you say that, I'm all things rap. I love all type of rap music. Even sometimes I need a little taste of the ridiculousness. So I'm very disappointed in myself that I don't know this answer. But you helped a lot, though. So w- there was collaboration here. Even though Shakiva hadn't seen the video. I said, tell, I, tell me how they look. Yeah, he was, she was like, tell me how they look. I'm like, okay, well, the guy that was rapping, he was like dreads, golds, dark skin, super skinny. She was like, oh, that's Wiz Khalifa. Because I had written Wiz Khalifa down. I'm like, I wasn't sure. I think it starts with a W. So I was like, Wiz Khalifa. And Why? then I remember the credits was Rich Homie Quan. I remember Rich Homie Quan being in the credits for the song. So I was like, okay, Wiz Ooh. Khalifa and which homie Quan? And there's a scene in the video, because the whole premise of this video is Lil Dicky is trying to produce a rap video without spending any money at all. But still be legit. <laughs> but still be like party. a legit bitch. So he's trying to get like, you know, freebies, like, you know, walking up to millionaires and saying, hey, can we borrow your mansion for like 30 minutes and just do a, shoot a couple scenes? Going to Lamborghini dealerships. Hey, can we rent a Lamborghini for no money for like 20 minutes and can just we drive borrow it a Can we borrow a Lamborghini <laughs> and just drive it down this block and back? There's I one can't scene. Wait to see this video. It's so yes. good. Save that money. That money. D A T. There's one scene where there's another big time rapper that's shooting a video, and Lil Dicky's like, "Hey, could we just like be in the shot for like ten <laughs> minutes and borrow some of your extras and stuff?" And I think it was, it was a big time rapper. So I'll, the bonus is going to be Rick Ross, but I don't think it's him. But that's my guess for the bonus. But okay. my main is Wiz Khalifa and Rich Homie Quan. All right. You, I don't have to go through a lot of the details because you just nailed the details of this okay. video. You did a good job. Wow. Except for your answers. Everything except okay. your answers. Everything <laughs> except your answers was pretty good. One of them was good, though. Rich Homie Kwan yes. is one of the two artists featured in this video or in this, in this song. The other one, the, the skinny guy with the dreads, Fetty Wap. Oh, and he's the one say, saying save that money because yeah. I'm thinking of his voice now. And the ah. now the featuring, or I'm not the featuring, the uh, the guy in the video, and you're 100% right. He's like, 
We just want to use you recording the scenes in your video as our background, <laughs> and I'm just going to be in front of it doing stuff. <laughs> and that was T-Pain. T-Pain. It was T-Pain. Oh. Yep. I would yep. never have guessed. So, I went too far back. I literally just thought this is something from like the late 90s, early 2000s. I should have been like Oh, very current. Very current. Unfortunately, nobody gets any points. That was a great question, though. <laughs> it was hard. Really it was hard, question. but that was a good question. Who is Lil Dicky? I'm stuck on that. It's a, it's a Jewish white guy. Mm-hmm. So this oh. is a super ironic song about a Jewish guy telling you how to save money. And making a make so the whole thing it is makes sense I'm so cheap. <laughs> I wear my jeans for a month at a time, and and I get free stuff everywhere. And, yeah. and I, I complain about Bill about the tab. That last that last bit in the video. <laughs> you don't want to give me a hard time. What's the pro? What's the value of the ice? <laughs> that, <laughs> that is so funny. Now I know why you chose this question because this video is actually nominated for an Oscar. So I know why you chose this. <laughs> Are you serious? Really? No, I'm joking. Oh, I'm saying, like, what? <laughs> what Oscar would that be? <laughs> yeah, right? All right, after the second round, it is 40 to 30. Ben and Shakiva are in the lead. All right, round three, question one. Your first category is comic books. How many comic book fans? <laughs> I am a bit of a comic book fan. Oh, boy. We're in trouble. Over there. We're in trouble. A true trouble. comic book fan might even be able to predict the question. Nerd alert. Here we go. What teen of black and Hispanic descent has replaced Peter Parker as Spider-Man in the Marvel Universe? What teen? What teen? Do you need both first and last name? I would take oh, last name only. If, if you just gave me the last name, time. I would take that. <laughs> this was a, it's just actually a major news story. This was a big deal when it happened. And I, I should stress for those super comic book guys out there, I'm talking about the primary Marvel Universe, not any kind of spinoff, <laughs> fancy one-shots or anything like that. Okay. You speak as if you've been to a couple of Comic-Cons yourself. Uh, I haven't, but I have thought about going. Uh, my co-host, Chris, or one of our founders, Chris, is is really the huge yeah, comic book guy. I basically read his leftovers. All right, uh, we're locked in. Oh, yeah. All right, you guys are locked in. Okay, Sean, you're the comic book guy on that okay, team. I am the comic book guy. I huh. All right, so my first thought was Morales, but before I lock that in, Amita, what other <laughs> this is not racist? What other Latino last names begin with M? Because I'm pretty sure it's, it begins with M, and Morales popped up, but give me some this other Latino names <laughs> that begin with M. Martinez. <laughs> Everything yep. you say now is going to make me doubt myself, but keep it going. It is. I mean, my answer was Zendaya, and that was so wrong. <laughs> Zendaya. <laughs> <laughs> it's a teen. Yeah, that's true. She's maybe black and Hispanic. Spider girl. She could be it. Spider girl. That's the end of that song. <laughs> okay. Um, Martinez Morales. Muchacha. Okay. Yeah, you- everything you say now sounds right to me. Why don't we just. <laughs> Muchacha's not on that last name. <laughs> Muchacha. That's not right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mr. Muchacho. Yes. So our answer is definitely not Muchacha. We're going to go with Morales. Okay, you're going with Morales. Yeah. It in. You're going to lose Morales if you, uh, if you <laughs> get this wrong. Ben and Shakiva. So our answer is for the culture. Well, get, give them, yeah, tell them we, the logic. We really don't know. So <laughs> we thought of 
the description of the character, black and Hispanic, right? Yeah. So we wanted to go with a black first name and a Hispanic last name. So we're going to, our guest is Raheem Gonzalez. Raheem Gonzalez. Yep. Have That's no idea. So <laughs> you both went with Hispanic last names, which is important. You picked up my clue. So I feel good about that. I, I made this point to say black and Hispanic because he does have a Hispanic last name. His name is Miles Morales. Wow. Oh, oh my God. Miles Morales. Sean, job, you pulled Sean. it through. Good, Good job. job. Always with that alliteration. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's true. It's Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Although he should change his name to Machacho. <laughs> Miles Muchacho. <laughs> it totally rolls off the tongue. <laughs> Round three. Question two. Category is dollar dollar bill, y'all. At 130 million. What actor, writer, director, producer was named Entertainment's highest paid man from May of 2010 to May of 2011? I will repeat. Please. What actor, writer, director, producer was named Entertainment's highest paid man from May of 2010 to May of 2011. And I'm pretty sure the source on this is Forbes. I think they do a yearly article. All right, we're uh, locked in. All right. Okay, Amita. My Are first thought. First? They've already locked we in. We always answer first. They've locked right, in. Duh, duh. I want them to give an answer first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear what we have to say. Huh? <laughs> okay, what is your thought first? So my first thought is Medea himself, Tyler Perry. Who makes $20 billion today? I think he was pretty successful six years ago as well. Oh, hell yeah. Right? He's a writer, actor, producer. And director. All those Medea movies. I don't know. Had he started making those sitcoms for Oprah yet? No, because Owen Owen was just getting started in like 2012, I feel. But I feel like... Six years ago, he was easily making 130 million. So that's yes. my first thought. I, I like that thought because that was. Um, who, who, who are you thinking? What caused you to gasp? I, I, it was because I was going to ask a clarifying question. Did he earn this money as all those roles in that one year, or was he holding these roles for many years and they are just part of his multi hyphenate? <laughs> that's probably information that they're not going to share. <laughs> that is beyond the scope of what I can <laughs> say with accuracy, but I assume. That it is these titles all fit this person, perhaps in not that, all in that year. Oh, but you well could know you would know this person by all of these roles. But the money is definitely in that one year. See, Got and it. that's why my thought was Eddie Murphy because he did hold all those roles throughout his career, and Shrek, y'all, was a thing, and he was a donkey in Shrek. And that's yeah, why. but. That one. But did it's, Shrek come out that year? It could have been Shrek 3. Right. <laughs> but I like your thought better. Once you said Medea, I was like, yo, if, I don't think that Eddie is known heavily for his producing, but Tyler is. Right, right. Like, Eddie has acted, wrote, and directed. But producing is a, definitely a big thing for Tyler Perry. Let's go with Tyler Perry. Let's lock it in, Tyler Perry. All right. Shakiva, Ben, what are you thinking? We also said Tyler Perry because he's everywhere. 
He's he <laughs> he does have. I know that back in the day, I remember being at my mom's house, and he he had multiple shows on P, on is it P, TBS TBS, TBS mm-hmm. all his movies. It seemed like they were always coming out. So we initially thought the the typical Denzel Will Smith kind of, but. They haven't, I can't think of anything that they've done to, that stuck out as far as the, the amount of money that they associated with it. And we're saying Tyler, Medea. All right. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Uh-oh. What? Is a wrong answer. The correct answer is. sound judgment in that guess. The correct answer is Tyler Perry. Well done. That was that was everybody <laughs> with superb logic there. I remember when I was introduced to the concept of Tyler Perry. Uh it was back when I was married and we were hanging out um uh, with different folks and they were all laughing and talking about what they saw on the Tyler on the Medea movie. And I'm just like, for me, Medea is Jason's wife from Jason and the Argonauts in classic mythology. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? A Medea movie? What is this? <laughs> So then, then, then I had seen this fact way back then, and I was like, "Okay, I got to start paying attention to this guy. Who, who is this?" My mom is all things Tyler Perry, which is so annoying. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that must be like a hi, Shakiva's mom. <laughs> hey, mom. Well, I mean, if if you're just trying to keep up with all of the shows he's involved in, that's that's a full time job yes. by itself. It's a full time job, yeah. Mm. All right, round I three. I will say, I would watch Diary of a Mad Black Woman any day. And he he made a Medea something for Halloween. Boo! God, oh God, yes. awful! <laughs> that was it. Was awful. the number one movie that weekend? It though, was weekend. awful. Like I can't put enough W's in the awful part. <laughs> See, I have to watch that movie because a guy that I went to college with was an extra in that movie. Oh man! And so I need to watch it just to. You need to talk to him about decision making skills. If he's, he's trying to break into the business. <laughs> that was a sad break in. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> judgmental must. So, anyway, my favorite Tyler Perry movie of all time is The Family That Prays. That is, in my opinion, the best movie that he's oh, ever made. Oh, that's a really good one. That was that's just a excellent. really, really good and one. And that was one of the first movies that was kind of branching off of his typical Medea mm-hmm. type yeah. movies. He didn't have, he didn't have yeah. to cross dress for that one. Yes. Round three. Question three. Last question of the first half. Category is a little bit of soul. Who was the lead vocalist on Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes hit song, If You Don't Know Me By Now? I'm highly confident. Okay, my partner is highly confident. We're locked in. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) When Ben and Shakiva have those split-second lock-ins... I'm it's intimidating. I'll say that. Uh-huh. I'll say that. Um, sounds like a trick question to me. If you don't know me by now, okay, because you do the, the rest. Well, because the name of the group is Harold Melvin. You know, <laughs> trick question. So, other than Harold Melvin, what thoughts do you have? As shot in the dark, guess Benny King, because I like Benny King. Yeah, I will say no. I know it's not him. Why would 
if you were Harold Melvin, why would you let some other singer come in and sing the best song you've ever recorded? Why would you do that? It might be Mark Ronson featuring Bruno Mars, you know? It's like, you know... That's a good. That's a good analogy. Well, Mark, that's a good analogy, but Mark doesn't really sound like that. That's why he. And he still wants credit for the song. <laughs> he should, as he should. Oh Shut my up. gosh, um, Fetty Wap. <laughs> <laughs> Love that, that makes so much. Sense. Maybe the song was autobiographical. Autobiographical. You know, if you don't know me by now, you'll never know me, and I'm just going to sing your song. I'm, I'm going to put my name <laughs> in the title of my band yeah. so that you'll get to know so me you better. Know. <laughs> right. Did he stare him in the eyes as That's he sung awesome. the song? To his I don't know. Like I'm having other random names like Carl Perkins pop into my head, or oh, I like that. I like that one. Uh, okay, gut instinct. Do you feel like saying Harold Melvin or not? Let's start there. I think we don't have many other options, so why not? <laughs> <laughs> I like your All logic. Right. I like that. Let's. This is <laughs> whatever we do. I just, I just see regret. I'm looking 20 seconds into the future, and I see regret. So let's just go, Harold <laughs> Melvin. Lots. All right. They have Harold Melvin. I'm hoping that it's not Harold Melvin. Um, because one thing that I know about this group is that the guy that did a lot of lead singing from this group went on to be one of the biggest R&B talents we've ever had in the history of music. And that person who we locked in with is Teddy Pendergrass. <gasps> Correct answer is Teddy Pendergrass. Ben, can you sing for me? You have to. The song? Uh, well, I can't do Teddy's part because he does just a lot the, of yelling. Just the chorus. It's low. <laughs> if you don't know me by now. Well, there you go. <laughs> you will never, never, ever know me. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know me by now. Because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> in my mind, that's what helped us confirm it the and yelling. seal the deal because all the yelling. Because you hear the same yelling in Turn Off the Lights and Close the Door and all those other songs, you know. Turn them off. Take them you know? off. Take it off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my, guys, obviously it was a trick question, but that is my favorite style of question. When the question itself can have a guy's name in it and not be the guy, right. favorite thing. I'm going to go yeah, that direction every time. You got it. You got it. Got wrenching. Got wrenching. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. After the third round, tight game. It is 60 to 50. Ben and Shakiva are in the lead. All right. Oh, man. All right. Your pressure. Your midpoint question. The category is dances. Oh, man. All right. I have pulled the description of four different dances from various websites. I'm going to read the description to you, and you have to tell me what dance matches the description. For the record, I, I know that there are some similar dances. I specifically chose websites that said this dance, this description. So I'm not going to, I can't accept arguments on it. I distinctly picked it up for the dance in the description. So Are I'm going to be the if you actually do the dance. <laughs> you are so lucky it's a podcast and not, not on <laughs> camera because I would tear. <laughs> well, you don't know. This thing you don't down. know. I might make you do the chicken <laughs> dance. dance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, we, 
I'm really hoping that the chicken dance is not one of these for the all black <laughs> pop culture episode. That will be slightly insensitive. We'll, we'll find out. We'll find John out. is changing the question right now. So, <laughs> so I'm going to read all four descriptions. Okay. And I'll probably read them more than once because you'll need to hear them all. And then we'll lock in the normal way that we have been. All right. Dance number one. This comes from Entertainment Weekly. Stand on your toes. Stick your back end out behind you. Bend your knees and open and close your legs, bringing your knees together and apart. Similar to the butterfly dance move. Dance number two. This is from Urban Dictionary. Quote, A really useless dance move created by some rapper involves crossing your arms and leaning back repeatedly. And I do need the specific name of that dance, not the description of it. (laughs) (laughs) Number three. This is from wikihow.com. Move both arms from the front of your body to the back while bouncing off each foot from side to side during the let's get it portion of the song. I'll read it again. Yeah, say read that again. (laughs) (laughs) Move both arms from the front of your body to the back while bouncing off each foot from side to side during the let's get it portion of the song. And number four, from reference.com. Jump forwards and backwards, swaying your hips for four counts after each jump. Roll your hands to the left and right for four counts each. Step forward once with each foot. March in place. Finish by swaying your body while turning left. I so feel like dancing right now. Uh, well, I have that. I have that effect on lady. Kiva, dance off. I'm sorry. Do it for him. She's going to do it. Do it. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's the name of. Yeah, let's just go with it. Okay. Yeah, that's a better answer. Okay. All right. Are you guys locked in? Yes, we're locked in. Oh, you're not until you stop writing. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> we're locked in. All right. They're locked in. Sean and Amita. <laughs> Amita, I'm seeing confidence in your little shoulder shrugs and. Little dancing. Yes. Wow. Okay. Well, number one, what do you think? I, I'm confident with one of the answers. Which one are you confident with? Number, number two. two. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> <laughs> number All one. Right, what do you th- number one, once they said it was similar to the butterfly, it is Tootsie Roll. That Tootsie Roll. Oh, sounds good. All right. <laughs> number two. <laughs> uh, number two, the lean back. Well, no, because it's not the lean back. It's the rock away. Good. <laughs> yes. Number three. <laughs> I have many things written down for number three. First, it was the mashed potato, but I don't know this. Let's, let's get it. And I know it's not the mashed potato, but that's what I just decided to write. And then I thought, once I started to visualize doing that dance where I was like bouncing from one side to the other and then my hands in the front and the back, I was like, I look like the the peanuts dance, like the, the kids from 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 charlie brown and the peanuts Mm -hmm. but i don't know if that's like a real legit dance that they would be documenting online but i like it so (laughs) which which website is number three from 
It was from WikiHow. WikiHow. So it could be old. Yeah, I just don't know what to call it. Peanuts. The, the, I don't think it's the pepper. You call it the Charlie Brown. The Charlie Brown. Okay. Go. Yeah. And what about number four? <sighs> the wobble. <laughs> wobble. <laughs> You're saying that with confidence or? Toad's confidence because <laughs> my friend, very good friend of mine, was obsessed with learning it because she had to go to a party. So she made me watch the YouTube video over <laughs> and over. And then I ended up having to attempt it at a party later on. And I was like, well, I know this because I watched that YouTube video. <laughs> you and yeah, I, there will be a dance off at the end of this episode. That's what I'm feeling <laughs> right now. Oh, it's, I will it's not. Bubble, it's bubbling up over here. Right it's, it's funny because yeah. if I'm completely wrong, because I am so confident on most of these, it's going to be even more funny. <laughs> so should we just take a chance at number three and call it the Charlie Brown? Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like there is a dance called the Charlie Brown. I just don't know what it is. Um, let's yeah, let's say Charlie Brown. So number one is Tootsie Roll. Number two is the Rockaway. Number three is Charlie Brown, and number four is Wobble, Wobble. All right. I love your dramatic delivery of Wobble, Wobble. wobble, wobble. She sounds like, like the Hamburglar from Wobble Baby. I could do that. You sound like the Hamburglar <laughs> from the old McDonald's commercials, like Wobble Wobble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shakiva and Ben. All right. So number one is. Butterfly, oh, oh, that's old. Let, Let me see, see your Tootsie Roll. Ben is chair dancing. So number one is Tootsie Roll. Number two is, oh my, don't dance. We just throw up our hands and do the rock away. Lean back. Lean back. So that's the rock away. Number three, Shiva had a lead on it. So number three was initially, I thought it was the running man. Just how they were describing it, oh, but then you get you said yes. at the let's get it part of the song, and I remember there was this the the dance where let it rain, let pour it out, let it rain and pour it out, and they say let's get it, let's get it right, okay, and uh, that's the chicken noodle soup with okay. the soda on the side. It's chi- yeah. it's uh, the chicken noodle soup with the what? With the soda on the side. It's a dance. It's the kids. Yeah, kids. you've heard of that. Amita. The chicken noodle soup. It was a. She doesn't up sound confident. New York. It was a Harlem type. I think Lil Mama is the creator of that. Okay, I'm I, sh- I have no idea. Ben, it was a Harlem. Ben, did thing. you concur on that one? I went with it because that was the best answer we had. I hadn't seen her. So I don't know if before. it's called the chicken noodle soup. But that's what you wrote down. That's, that's what we wrote, what down. We wrote well, down. That's your answer. Then. Okay. And the number four was the wobble. Wobble baby, wobble baby. As wobble, every baby, wedding, baby. every yes. every wedding <laughs> party, sometimes mm-hmm. funerals, depending on who. Get in there! <laughs> <laughs> yes, but everyone dances to that song. All right, answer number one, Tootsie Roll. Yes. Yay. Answer number two, I didn't trick anybody. It's the Rockaway. <laughs> yes. Answer number four was the Wobble. Oh yes. man. Answer number three. Chicken yes. noodle what? soup. Yes. Amazing. The That's chicken awesome. noodle soup. I, I I saw about I read about it and I'm like, this can't be real. It, so I this, looked this it up I mean, and watched videos. It's a dance. It's, you're making it rain. And you're basically you're going back and forth. <laughs> and like the whole time you're going and, back and yeah. forth and you're doing your hands. Yes. yes. You're moving your, yeah. It's awful. But it's <laughs> so wonderful. But there's some guys, like if you go out there, they make it's, it look good. Yeah, it's it's a cool th- well, it was a couple years like years and years ago but i'm a dancer so i'm all i love stuff like that now that chicken was chicken noodle soup that was big that with was soda that was, on the side like a soda a soda <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, uh, that Tootsie Roll took me back, man. Because you, mm-hmm. when you hear the song, you see the video instantly. Mm-hmm. And they're up on stage. And then they get to the dip baby part and the girls are twerking in front of the BMW. It's, yeah, it's great, man. <laughs> I was originally going to do something memory. with the whip, the nene and the, the whatever, Salento song. Mm-hmm. And I, as I started looking at it, I found there's like nine different dances in the song. It's like, I can't do that. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's intense. The only one that you need to know is the stanky leg. <laughs> that is the best of them. Yep. And the funniest thing with the dances now versus when we used to dance, think of the butterfly and the Tootsie Roll because I fuss and I'm like, why do you guys dance so much? And, I, and we kind of dance too. Yeah, we do. We were, ex- we danced excessively too. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> All right. Well, after the midpoint, 80 to 65, 80 to 65, yeah. Ben and Shakiva are in the lead. And before we go on to the second half, I want to say a little something about HelloFresh. HelloFresh is our sponsor today. HelloFresh is the leading meal delivery kit service around. You guys remember the last time I talked about HelloFresh. It's freaking awesome. I mean, it really is. I I, I enjoyed the heck out of it. Uh, I have a friend Carolyn at work who got it after hearing the advertisement, and she keeps telling me about all the great meals that she's been getting. I asked some more heads about it. Paul Lyons says he's been using it since before he heard us advertising it, and he says it makes it so much easier for them to eat healthy and be less wasteful with food. We had a warhead Melody Brown who said she did it for the first time tonight, and uh, she said, hey, plenty of food and have enough for extras on the classic plan for two adults and a child. And Tony Perinchio said it really elevates the salmon and chicken breasts. I got to tell you, when I cooked my last box, I just really loved that feeling of creating something fresh, you know, creating something from scratch. If you want to give it a try, you can get $35 off your first week of deliveries. Just go to HelloFresh.com. Use the promo code TWA. All right, let's get back to the game. All right, round four, question one. Category is moguls. What mogul wrote 2002's autobiographical Life and Death, Sex, Drugs, Money, Plus God? It's a lot of subject. <laughs> Did you get a year? Uh, I said 2002 autobiographical. And the plus is literally a plus symbol. It's not the word plus. All right, we're locked in. All right, so my my first thought was who would be cocky enough to put all of those big grand thoughts and subjects right. in the title of his autobiography. And, and I think the important part of the question is that he said he's a mogul. I'm a mogul. So I'm thinking about the year mm-hmm. 2002 coming off the nineties. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of the man with about seven different names. Me too. Sean Combs, Puff Daddy, P Diddy, Sean John. <laughs> Sean John. Um, I mean, I never have heard of this book. Yeah. It would never be on my reading list. <laughs> but he's the only person. I mean, he's the first person who popped into my head. Is there anyone else that was an African-American mogul who would come up with such a long-winded <laughs> title for his autobiography? <laughs> The only other person I thought of was Fitty Cent. 
50 Cent has written a few books. I thought one of them had to do with Life of a Pimp or something. I don't think that's the title, but that's... He is a mogul, isn't he? With that smart water and... It's just that now the the chronology of his success is where I was getting um, caught up as to why he would write an autobiography that somewhat early in his success. I mean, like, in the club was one of his biggest out-the-gate hits, mainstream. So, oh, I'm going to hate myself. It, it's around the late 90s, early 2000s. So, therefore, and then it was just, like, skyrocketed. So, he could have turned out a book. But I felt like I knew the name of his book was something else that had to do with money. <laughs> what does it say that we're, we can only think of two rappers? <laughs> well, it's not about category. rappers. It's about moguls. Right, and it's it's two rappers that come to mind for these moguls. I think it's I mean I think it's Sean Combs. Yeah, I mean my my gut is still leaning towards Sean Combs. Yeah, I'm ready to lock that in. Let's be confident. It's definitely Sean Combs. <laughs> well, what if it's Master P? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what if it's Betty Wap? We're gonna go. Trick, what if Trick Sean Daddy Combs. is coming back again in the game? I'm ready sure. to lock it. Yeah, in. let's do it. Let's lock it in. Let's lock it in. All right, you said Sean Combs. Sean Puff P. Diddy Diddy Combs. Okay. <laughs> the guy the guy who took Covering his name all from, bases. He took his name from Diddy Kong. <laughs> all yeah, right. So we had very similar discussion on our side. We started with Sean Combs because the title of the book was kind of like Biggie's a reference to death. Biggie. But then I was like, yeah. wait a minute, this, the album was Life After Death, not Life and Death. So then we started thinking about 50 Cent. And then we were like, well, no, that was too early for 50 Cent. And then we thought about Russell Simmons. So funny with 50 Cent, we were trying to determine when he was, when his success began. And I said, after my divorce, <laughs> because <laughs> I remember after my divorce, I, w- I felt free. And I was, that was like my party stage. And I was in the club. Right. Yep. Go shout it. <laughs> it was my birthday. <laughs> so I, I knew it wasn't. Um, 2002-ish for that. So we went, then we went to Revit Run, but then we were like, well, there, what does the death have to do with it? We went through all that talk to come all the way back to Sean Combs. We locked in with Sean Combs. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we both said Puff Daddy. Yeah. The key clue. And I heard you guys talking about it over there. And I, I don't know if you guys picked up on it. I tried to be very specific with my enunciation. Life and Death is D-E-F. Def. Oh, Def. The clue for Def Comedy Jam. You the answer is Russell Simmons. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't pick up on it. About sex? Yeah. I heard you say yeah. Def Comedy Jam over there when, yeah. when you were talking. Yeah, he was, I thought you were going to get it right. Yeah, he was like a, a drug dealer slash pimp before he became a music mogul. And that's in the time frame oh, for him to really have a good autobiography. Crap. What's funny, Sean, is you were saying you would never read this book, and I was thinking, I'm actually interested. I'd probably buy this book. <laughs> well, now that I know it's Russell now Simmons, it's Russell yeah. Simmons, yeah. I'd be interested. <laughs> exactly. Oh. All right. Rush. Nobody got that one right. No no harm, no foul. That one hurt. Tough one. Wow. Tough that one. Hurt. <laughs> okay. Round four, question two. Your category is cartoons. This better not be the crows from Dumbo. I'm going to slap you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I beat unseen about everything. <laughs> that was pretty good. That wasn't racist at all. No, Disney, thanks for that. Not at all. <laughs> all right, here we go. 
Eddie Murphy helped create what stop-action claymation cartoon for Fox that debuted in 1999? Locked in. I don't know you guys' relative ages, so I don't know if this is... I don't know if you guys were, were young during this time, 1999, or if this is more sorry, of your adult life. Yeah. I take we're, the compliment. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm Methuselah, so I was an adult. 99, Eddie Murphy created a claymation character for Fox. A claymation, stop-action claymation cartoon. Not character, cartoon. The cartoon. Yes, the name of the cartoon. Oh. I don't know why. The first thing that came to mind was, did they try to capitalize on those commercials with the California Raisins and make a cartoon out of it? And did Eddie Murphy have anything to do with it? Mm, I mean, the California Raisins were in the 80s. That would yeah, be a long it. time uh, to capitalize. <sighs> I mean, my I first thought was Gumby, because he used Gumby to do that on SNL. Yeah. But he did do that on SNL, you're right. A, cl- a stop-motion claymation show. 99 for Fox. Wow, I have no idea. Is it... Should we think of like his films and maybe it's a derivative of a popular film of his? Beverly Hills Cop, Golden Child. That's 80s. Oh my God, I have no idea. Uh, any um, of the Professor? The Nutty Ooh, Professor? Ooh, Nutty Professor? Would he make that stop motion claymation? Maybe. The Clumps? This is really hard. No. I feel like the clumps might have been a short-lived claymation animated show. I'm just not sure about the year on that. That's the only reason I hesitate. Right. Wait, were the clumps Nutty Professor, or is that two different movies? <laughs> they, they. Like, I think it was, was a se- sequel, like a spin-off sequel. <laughs> oh wow! I have no idea. We've um, got you guys questioning all of your pop culture knowledge. At this everything point. is getting yes. questioned. No one's going to listen to our podcast now. <laughs> right. I'm going to listen. Thanks, Jonathan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, that was Ben. That was Ben. Thank He's you, a new. Wait, what did you say, Ben? You, ben. <laughs> I said I'll still listen to your podcast. Oh, I was actually saying thanks to Jonathan for ruining our podcast. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Ben, for resurrecting it. You're welcome. <laughs> no, Ben is Ben is planning to gather his friends around and. And listen to our podcast and say, these are the guys I beat. We beat yeah. these guys. <laughs> on Trivial Warfare. Exactly. <laughs> what, what you have to That's know fine. is that. Okay. Um, I'm, I think we should just say the clumps. Okay. That would be an hysterical claymate, claymation animated show. Hercules. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Okay. Hercules. Okay, yeah. All right. The clumps. They should make a clumps claymation show now. That would be fun. That would be great. I would watch it. <laughs> so, um. Your conversation actually intrigued me because um, you had the Nutty Professor, the movie, which actually was a remake from Jerry Lee Lewis. I didn't find that out until recently. Jerry Lewis. Jerry yeah. Lewis. Jerry. Jerry. Sorry, I get to mix Not up balls on the fire. Apologize yeah. for that. Yes, the really, the really that. funny guy from the sixties and made a whole bunch of movies with amazing sets. That and guy. One, the uh, best. Right. My husband Danny made me sent through some Jerry Lewis movies to show me the origin of comedy. 
I was very sad. <laughs> the origin of comedy. Yes, Jerry Lewis was comedy was around Car- before the sixties. Well, he was an innovator. A lot of it time. was to Jim Carrey and yeah. and he should have had yeah. you watching the Marx Brothers. No, he should not have yes. even made me watch that. That's, that's where it's at, right there. <laughs> I love the Marx Brothers. So you had a Millie professor, and the the heroine in that was uh, Jada Pinkett. And then you had the okay. Nutty Professor Two, which was subtitled The Clumps, that had Janet Jackson. Accent. And I forgot okay, what are you right there. Okay. And he was just saying so, that to correct you guys before he starts talking about his actual answer. <laughs> so our answer was it was only I think it was only on for one season. It was Claymation. Eddie Murphy played the superintendent of this Super. really rundown place. Loretta Devine played the voice of his wife, and the name of the show was The, the PJs. Ah, uh, yeah. And this a complex was based off of Cabrini Green in Chicago. The answer is The PJs. Yay. Nice. Well done. Oh, well. It completely awesome. escaped your mind. You've heard of it. You know what it is, but it just didn't come yes. out. Mm. Lost to history. My the history. PJs was correct. You guys are a strong pairing over there. This yeah. is nice. Yeah, we are. And, and yeah. once you say that, it's going to be all down to you. <laughs> <laughs> you are extremely strong, guys. Like, top <laughs> notch. Extremely, extremely strong. I actually think... I, I actually think Ben's going to be really happy when he hears the name of this next category. So, oh boy, uh, pressure on Ben for this next category. <laughs> Eighty-nine pistons. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Round four, question three. Your category is gospel. Oh yeah. Okay. What multi-time Grammy, Dove, and Stellar Award winner got his start playing bass guitar for the Winans? Before locked becoming in. a founding <laughs> locked member in. Locked in. of locked the group in. commission. Locked in, locked in, locked in. <laughs> you got to write it down, Ben. 100%. What, what, what are you talking about? The write it down. You got to write it down. Write it down. I want to know. I'll read it again since you probably couldn't hear it over him saying locked in. <laughs> locked in. All right. With confidence. What multi-time Grammy... Dove and Stellar Award winner got his start playing bass guitar for the Winans before becoming a founding member of the group Commissioned. Amita, Ben seems really unsure about this, so I think we have a chance. <laughs> 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 uh, my first thought is Kirk Franklin. Yeah, but. Same here, but that's because I'm my breath of knowledge on gospel singers. It's <laughs> the only gospel and, multi and multi talented. We're gonna say Kirk Franklin with fifty percent of the confidence that Ben gave. <laughs> I just get a commission. A commission. What was it? The commission. Commissioned is the name of the commissioned band, band is, that is this the part guy that I don't in. think applies because I he's just Kirk Franklin. All right, are you locking in Kirk Franklin? Yes. Love Kirk Franklin, by the way. Oh, he's he's amazing. All right. He's ben. incredible. So I, I, I love the winding, so I'm very disappointed that I did not know this fun fact. So yeah, I'm very um, disappointed. So this this question was tailored for me. I, Jonathan, I didn't tailor it for you. Jonathan didn't know this, but I own every album that Commission ever did. I am wow. they are my favorite they are my favorite band of all time. Of course he does. <laughs> um, they are from Detroit. Um, the guy he's talking about played bass for the Winans. Then as a young man, he was like as, as starting as a teenager. And then a young man in, in the early 80s, he started a band called Commission. 
They did about seven or eight albums. Uh, then he broke away from commission and he went on to start a group called Radical for Christ. They did a few albums. Um, he's done some solo work and some collaboration since then. And you should hopefully know by now that I'm talking about the gospel legend Fred Hammond. Correct answer is Fred Hammond. Yeah, that's why I said that. That, is that commission is, is when you when you listen to if you if you interview any R and B group from the eighties or nineties, boys to men, name name your R and B group. They will all tell you that commission. They they got their inspiration from commission because they were the first group to really the way that they harmonized and wrote music and told a story through music was that they were the blueprint for all R and B bands in the eighties and nineties. Wow. Man, with that, with that kind of recommendation, you're going to have people going up and picking up commission. They, you need to, that's some, and some <laughs> what, incredible music. What? And can you sing your favorite commissioned song? Oh man, that's, there's so many <laughs> because they did so many albums. Pick um, one. I want to hear it. Let's go. Cause I could sing Marvin Sass part in that, but you know, I, I get all caught up and then the show get off track and, you go get, get, emotion, get emotional. Yeah, I get, I get emotional, man. It's a great song. All right. So speaking of emotional, that was a huge round for you guys. Yes. Yeah, huge round. That was a big round. 100. <laughs> 100 for Ben and Shakiva. 65 for Sean and Ooh. Amita. We got nothing. You got nothing Stand, in that round, guys. But. We are standing still. I think you're turning it around because your next category is literature. Literature. And your question literature. is. Angela Bassett seems to have an affinity for Tony McMillan books. She stars in both 1998's How Stella Got Her Groove Back, as well as what 1995 movie adapted from a McMillan novel? We're locked in. I think we both know this. Waiting to exhale? Yeah. Okay. Terry McMillan, Waiting to Exhale. With confidence. Ben Shakiva, Mm -hmm. what did you say? Waiting to exhale. Correct answer is... Waiting to exhale. Yes. Awesome. Back on the board. Color soundtrack. It was Angela Bassett, Loretta Devine, Whitney Houston, and Leela Rashawn. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And Gregory Hines. Wendell Pierce. Love Wendell me. Pierce. That's right. Well, who's Wendell Pierce? And the all-state guy is Dennis Haysbert. Yep. Yes. And it also had Leon in it, too. Yes. Leon was Yeah, Leon. He was Leela Rashawn's boyfriend. Leon's so popular, he doesn't have a last name. It's just no. Leon. He was also in Above the Rim, Leon. by the way. So that's the second Above the Rim reference. Yes. The second in over 200 episodes. Or over I said in this episode. I said in this episode. Yes, but seriously. Well, yeah. Leon plays the same mm-hmm. character in every movie. Just yep. the cool guy who likes to talk low. Yeah. Wasn't he in the Five Heartbeats, too? <laughs> yes. Yes. That's a, that's a good. That may be a question coming up, so I'm not going to talk about it anymore. <laughs> Speaking of questions coming up, round five, question two. Category is diss tracks. Diss tracks. This is my favorite question. (laughs) My personal favorite. I'm going to read you two bars from two different songs that are aimed at each other by different artists in a feud. You have to tell me the name of each song and the name of each artist. So, to be clear... I have some lyrics from two different songs. They are from rappers who are feuding with each other, and they're aimed at each other. I need to know who wrote what the name of the songs that these lyrics appear in and which rappers are saying it. Okay. Make sense? Makes sense. Got it. All right. Track number one. No, you're not on my level. Get your brakes tweaked. I sold what your whole album sold in my first week. 
Track number two. You seem to be only concerned with dissing women. Were you abused as a child? Scared to smile? They call you ugly? <laughs> Let me know if you need me to repeat. Oh, my gosh. That's harsh. That is pretty hard. <laughs> oh, these lyrics were so much fun. to get. I, I went through a few different feuds to find the ones I wanted to use, and I, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> these songs are incredible. Do, do the, can you just read them one more time? Absolutely. Number one. No, you're not on my level. Get your brakes tweaked. I sold what your whole album sold in my first week. And track two. You seem to be only concerned with dissing women. Were you abused as a child? Scared to smile? They called you ugly? So many beefs. Um, I, I know. I have no idea where to begin. Oh, wow. I'm starting in beef land first instead of the lyrics. Can be like, hey, it would help if I knew how the if I knew better how to say the words in the right pattern or in the right beat. Unfortunately, I don't know them well enough to do that. <laughs> you got this, Amita. <laughs> Just for the record, these are pretty big songs. It's not I didn't I didn't choose obscure songs. Yeah, we're locked in with no with like ten percent confidence. Wow. <laughs> wow. I didn't realize that this might be a stumper. Okay. All right, we over to see you. See your ten percent confidence and raise you four percent confidence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Well that's encouraging. That's about that's a, that's exactly accurate. All right. You got this, Amita. Do you, do you have any <laughs> thoughts on this, Sean? <laughs> I my thoughts are I, I I feel like it's a recent beef. I'm thinking Drake and Meek Mill, but I don't that's, know the songs. Right. So so once he said they were they were popular songs, and then once that I tried to like imagine who might have been saying them. First, I went just through the first lyric about I sold more records than you in my first week, and when you think of those type of sales, the first thing I actually thought of was Eminem, but I couldn't think of who he really beefed with that hard but he's got that kind of battle mm-hmm. type of lyricism sometimes so there's that then of course there's Biggie and Tupac and then I tried to imagine either one of them singing one of those lyrics and then the, the most recent thing is Drake and Meek Mill now when it comes to the actual songs zero percent chance of me knowing what these are unfortunately if you played them for me I probably could like sit like just sing them to you you get but it from the beat just as a lyric i won't be able to remember what they are and then the only like wild card was kanye any of this was kanye because the fact that he's somebody said they were ugly that sounds so kanye to me <laughs> 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 i was like that ugly line might be kanye <laughs> yeah so our our half answer i think it's just because yours was the same other termination that i was we're just gonna go with drake and meek mill but we have to name the songs sure let's say drake's <laughs> song fuse and meek mill song i love Nicki minaj <laughs> <laughs> listen put me not think that we're intelligent on this podcast but we're <laughs> clever so i'm gonna bring that down to 1.7 percent confidence <laughs> you're generous <laughs> all right ben what were are you thinking partial points are there partial points for this no there are no partial <laughs> points i wish my algebra teacher was here she always gave us partial credit 
I'm so disappointed with myself that I don't know this. And I know my husband's going to be very upset with me too. <laughs> and I probably, when you say the lyrics, I'm going to know exactly what, oh, it's going to, it's driving me insane. Oh, wow. So the only thing that I could think of, you said it's a popular beef. And I thought the second verse you said when you was talking about the whole ugly and I, it took me back to the Jay-Z Nas beef. Mm. I don't know why. So I have the first song with Jay-Z. I could not remember his the name of his album that he dissed Nas. But Nas as the second, and I know his diss track was Ether. Is it Ether? Ether. Ether. Yeah. That's the, cl- I, I don't know. <laughs> so we don't have a complete answer. No. We, we think it's Jay-Z and Nas, and Nas' the song was Ether. But we and I can't think, think of Jay-Z's, Jay-Z's song. song so. Oh, my God. <laughs> you yeah. couldn't go. Oh, my God. So I know a little, I know enough to be dangerous, right? When I'm writing these questions. Yeah. And I know, I, I like to put clues inside of questions if I can. And there was a clue inside of this question. And the clue was inside of the second lyric. The ugly. There's one big rapper that everybody picks on for being ugly and for having big lips. So he might Jay-Z. be scared to smile. See? Jay-Z uh. was the target of Nas's track. Either. Ether. Wow. You had that right. Oh, and you had, you even picked out the part of it that gave it away. I can't think of Jay-Z's dish. Jay-Z's track was called Takeover. Oh! Uh, we're almost there. You were so Good close. Almost there. Good question. Oh, oh, my gosh. Oh, I wanted you to, when you got the ether by now, I, I, I wanted you to get that. <laughs> I, and I remember during the beef, the, the ugly part was... It stuck out to me as a Nas lyric. And Ben even said it, the lyrics were intelligent yeah. for the second yes. song. So it had to have been. Yeah. Ja Rule wouldn't have wrote anything like that. <laughs> no, but but Nas, Nas was literally like attacking his childhood, attacking awful. his past. That was probably, that was the, probably the best rap beef t- to date. That I couldn't think of. Sorry, Danny, which is my. Oh man, God! <laughs> I was so proud of that question too. I was. I really wanted you to. <laughs> you should be. I am. That's that's, Shakiba, that's a I am good impressed. question. Three quarters of the answer is takeover. I know. I almost wish I was giving partial credit, but I can't. So, oh well. All right, we're gonna change topics. Okay. Round four, question three. Category is fashion lines. The Japanese fashion line Bape has been sported by rappers for 20 years and has been shouted out by rappers like Soulja Boy and Kanye in different songs. What is BAPE short for? Can you spell it? Is it B-A-P-E? It is B-A-P-E in all caps. Do you feel strong? Yeah. All right, we're locked in. Okay. Sean, I defer to you because you went to Japan. (laughs) 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 Okay. I just wanted to say that. It could, I mean, Japanese love things that are cute, so it could be bunnies and puppies everywhere, but it's not that. <laughs> Short for something. I don't know. I was really hoping it was going to be a question about Beyonce's mother's life. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> like, I know that. How's it, Dario? Yeah. <laughs> um, they're, they're, okay, so they're rappers that are singing about it, right? So that- maybe it's short for... Pants. I don't know. <laughs> and Jonathan, you said it's short for something. It is short for something. Yes. Like then, it's just like I mean, what labels begin with a B, like Burberry, but that's not B. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just trying to think of like even designers' names. 
I don't know. <laughs> we need to phone a friend. No <laughs> what friend would you be phoning? I don't even know what friend I would phone for this. No. That's how, that's how um, hard this is. Let's just so let's just say something to try. Bolo, blue jeans. I don't know. She's like Bolo <laughs> by Ralph Bolo. Lauren. Bolo. Yes, that's definitely what right. they're rapping about. Um, I don't know. Backpedal. Should we just say backpedal? Yeah, backpedal. It is. Shakiva, you you were the one who was. Convincing Ben, I think, over there. Yeah. So back when Cash Money was taken over for the nine nine two thousand. I don't. I don't even know why that's funny. What, what part of happened? it is that part of it is an inside joke. Part of it is just that was just funny. That was just that was a line of Cash Money records. It's a say on Cash Money records with Juvenile, Lil Wayne, and mm-hmm. um, I became a um, a Lil Wayne fan. So I was. Were you a hot things. girl? I was absolutely a hot girl. <laughs> um, I loved Love Lil it. Wayne. And he used to always wear Bape clothing. It was a little monkey emblem. I, I could, I think I can't remember, but it's. I remember in the lyrics they would always say "bathing ape." See, you're looking at me now. I'm not sure. No, don't don't look okay. at me. Well, you can't change your answer. you've written it down. Whether so you want to go with it or not. Maybe I misunderstood. And I can't. Un- my childhood is destroyed now. I thought. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna say "bathing ape." Bathing ape. Yep. That sounds ridiculous. But it's right. Uh, <laughs> the correct answer is a bathing yeah. ape. I have no idea. I knew it was just a little ape symbol. Mm. But that was really. I'm impressed, man. That's so good. I started laughing because it's like she's impressed. quoting lyrics like "Cash Money Taking Over the Nine Nine and Two Thousand. After five rounds, guys, it's, it, you're in danger now. You're in danger. Yeah, this is getting close to a runaway. Oh no! It is one twenty to seventy five. Hey. 120 to 75, Ben and Shakiva are in the lead. Just my mom. All the questions that I'm getting are all the things that would probably disappoint my mom. (laughs) (laughs) So so let me, let me say this right quick. So I've had this conversation with Shakiva and Jonathan. I mentioned this before that as a, a black person living in the United States, if you are an enlightened black person, you struggle with finding the line between embracing your culture and embracing the stereotype of black people. And we walk that line all the time. I think that's what you talk about is the more that you immerse yourself in things like this, the more that you become more like the stereotype and beyond just embracing your culture. So just want to throw that out there. And I think I'm at an age now to where I, I, I don't care anymore. So all the things that I've, that could be considered stereotypical, they're kind of who I am, but I can also go and, and deal with people and, and, of different cultures and, and still fit in. So I'm yeah. cool with both worlds. It's kind of awesome. All worlds. So yeah. cash money. <laughs> For the nine, nine, two thousand. That is, that's that, daddy again. That is the new line. That means I don't give it. A, uh, <laughs> that's, that's the new line right there. I like that. I'm going to use that in future shows. Please like do. look, cash money, dude. Right? <laughs> it is what it is. All right. <laughs> Round six. Question one. Your category is going to be memorable characters. In the movie Do the Right Thing, what character is seen carrying a boombox playing Public Enemy's song Fight the Power? Locked in. 
So fast. Into. It's, a memor- oh, oh. it's a memorable character. She's like, I got this. <laughs> we have to discuss, but we both know what it is. Amita's excited to be confident, as am I. <laughs> so oh, do you want to do a three, two, one? Okay. So I'll I'll count and then we'll say it. All right. right. Three, two, one. Radio, Radio Rahim. Rahim. <laughs> nice job. Radio Rahim is correct. Our first three, two, one. Yeah, didn't he die? He passed away last year. He did. Oh, he did. I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Rest in peace. Man. What is it? What do you, how many D batteries? I need 16 D batteries. That would have been a good question. How many D batteries did Radio Rahim purchase right. from the corner store? <laughs> oh my gosh. That would have gotten All right. Round six, question two. Your category is writers. Shonda Rhimes earned one of her first writing credits on what award-winning HBO original movie starring Halle Berry? Whoa. Shonda Rhimes earned one of her first writing credits on what award-winning HBO original movie starring Halle Berry? We're going to lock in. All right, they're in. So I'm going to say that, sadly, Halle Berry's checkered career, she's done some good things and she's done a lot of bad things. So I thought about one of the good award-winning things she did on HBO. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking Shonda Rhimes could have had a hand in it. I'm not sure about that. Uh-huh. But I know that she won awards and the show won awards, a biopic of a famous uh, yes. African-American female Singer, performer, the Dorothy Dandridge story. And we're locking that in. Is that the name of the movie that you're locking in? Oh, shoot. You really want the exact title. I I, um, I would like the right title. Let's take a second to discuss this. I think it is the Dorothy Dandridge Dandridge story. story. I think that is what. Okay. What else could it be called? I think it is the Dorothy Dandridge story. Not the Dorothy. Not Dorothy. It's not just Dorothy Dandridge. No, I think it's the, yeah, I think it is the Dorothy Dandridge story. Although the more I say it, the less right it feels. I'm going to stop saying it. (laughs) Just stop it. I'm going to stop thinking it. All right. So we're going to say the Dorothy Dandridge story locked in. All right. Shakiva and Ben. I like your answer better than ours because we were both drawing blanks. And I said the only non-mainstream Halle Berry movie I could think of was Queen. Uh, which was uh, which was Alex Haley's mother's side, I think. So we locked in Queen. All right, so I have to make a judgment call here. Ooh, I have to make call. a judgment call. Really? The the correct answer is introducing Dorothy Dandridge. Ah, oh, yes. And that's different than the Dorothy Dandridge story. And that is different. Honestly, yeah. I I don't think I can give it to you. It's a oh, it's a pretty gosh. different name. It, the only thing that's similar is the name of the person. So I'm going to have to say that that's a wrong answer, and I feel uh, bad. <laughs> it should have been the Dorothy Dandridge story. story. Much more direct, much more clear. Yeah. yeah. Introducing Dorothy Dandridge was the correct yeah. answer. Wow. All right, last we question. Said it so many times we knew it was wrong. <laughs> All right, last question of the sixth round. Last question before the final. Category is award shows. What was the first rap group to win the Oscar for Best Original Song, doing so for their contribution to 2005's Hustle and Flow? 
Locked in. <laughs> she didn't even console me. Did you write it? <laughs> she wrote it down, locked it in, and said, whatever, Ben, I got this. Sorry, Ben. I, get, I, guess I this, got this. That's all right. This, that's payback for Fred Hammond. I get it. I understand. <laughs> I mean, it's still writing. I'm, st- oh, I'm drawing such a blank on this. For some reason, I remember they beat Dolly Parton. I remember it was between them and Dolly Parton. And I remember the award show. Dolly Parton had just performed. And you know how when someone just performs and then they announce the category, you're like, okay, that person's going to win. But well, you know, actually, as long as we say the name of the song and then we'll think of the group. Oh, I don't know. It's the group that I I can't remember. I I think the song was Hustle and Flow. Mm. No. Oh, God. It's on the tip of my tongue. They came on stage. They were happy. They were just. Was one of the rappers named Juicy J? Wasn't that one of the guys in that group? Hustle and flow. Oh gosh, it's in the head right here. (laughs) Well, do your trick, (laughs) and the Oscar goes to. For I want to say like I don't know why. I just want to say fly pimps. I don't know why. Fly pimps is not the right answer. (laughs) Fly pimps. I'm taking it's that like, name for my own group. That's right. <laughs> right. The Lords of Pimp Town. Yes. <laughs> I'm calling no, it now. Not it. Okay. Oh gosh, why does that seem like so long ago? That was only what year is this? 2005. I'll read the question again. Field, field okay. Mob is in my head now too. I, there's things in my head that is just like. What was the first rap group to win the Oscar for Best Original Song? Doing so for their contribution to 2005's Hustle and Flow. Gosh, what was I caring about in 2005? I should have been caring about this. <laughs> Do you remember seeing Hustle and Flow? Yeah. Yes. I have issues with Terrence Howard. So, oh, I he didn't make a good roadie in Iron Man. I'm not a big Terrence Howard fan. I have personal beef with Terrence Howard. So. Oh, oh! Well, let's stop <laughs> here. Personal. Oh. Let's stop here and ask about the personal beef with Terrence Howard. Okay, t- you do that while I keep thinking about the. Answer. There you go. So what's up? What's wrong with Terrence Howard? I encountered him once at Sundance. I was I was covering something at Sundance, and we did this spend the day with Terrence Howard at Sundance. All I'll say is that he was not the most pleasant person to be around, and basically his day was going was all about going to different tents where they just give celebrities free stuff. So I don't know what could make you be in a better mood than just getting tons of free oh, yeah. jewelry and watches and jeans. But yeah, he wasn't very. <laughs> so, wow. so he's, he's sitting here getting free stuff and acting like a tool to all of you. This is what I'm hearing. That is wow. exactly the truth. Interesting. I'm so. Oh, you're going to be mad yes. at yourself, too. We are going to be really mad. You really are going to be mad at yourself, because this is truthfully a movie question. It really is. And I remember when they won. I remember how excited they were. I remember how crazy it was to see that song from Hustle and Flow won the best uh, song Oscar. But I was like, you do that. That was great. Go ahead. Is it Was it Terrence Howard does the song in the movie, but then they do it for the... Yeah. Yeah, that, that makes sense. So we should we should remember the song. Yes, it's hard out here for a pimp. Thank you. Good. There was pimp C C P C. No. <laughs> uh, it's hard out here for a pimp. You got it. Do we have to give you song title and group? 
No, I'm actually asking for the name of the group. Yeah, he's asking. Oh, for the group. group okay. Mm-hmm. I knew we okay. weren't done. But we're close, sir. Hard out here for a pimp. Bye. Now I'm thinking field mob. Amita. Because <laughs> hey, I, I put it in your head, damn it. <laughs> it's probably it probably has field or mob in their in their name. I mean, we keep thinking field mob, so maybe we should just say field mob. Say it. Here, it's say. not right, but we're going to say it. Is that is that what we're going with? <laughs> What'd you Our say? final answer is introducing field mob. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, you going with field mob? Okay, we're good. Now we're going. Now we're just taking way too much time. So we're gonna say it's hot out here for pimp by the legendary Oscar-winning field mob. <laughs> okay, what are you guys thinking? So I had no idea, and she immediately wrote something down. So we just went with it. So, my husband would be so proud of me. You, we are a musical family. Like, we listen to music, different kind. We, depending on the mood. And this is one of his favorite groups, which is 3-6 Mafia. That's it! And you said Juicy J. Said Juicy he was did, one of the I three guys. He I is 3-6 Mafia. The answer is 3-6 Mafia. Wow. Yeah. When I was researching that question, and I saw, I didn't know, I I saw Juicy J was a member, and he just did the big song with Katy Perry, so totally aware of him as being somebody who's still out there. They And they go by the acronym Triple Six, which is a little creepy. I was going to ask you if Triple Six and Three Six Six and Three Six Mafia are the same. Oh, Triple Six, Three Six. Their other big hit was, was it Stay Fly? Stay, stay fly, fly. I, I, right? Didn't and I said, a, "Fly." Is that where that was coming from? Didn't they do a sipping on some syrup? Yep, yep. sipping on some syrup. syrup. Sip, sipping oh. on some syrup. Didn't they? And they beefed <laughs> with uh, Bone Thugs back in the day, right? I think they were rivals or something. Yeah. Like that. Is that from St. Louis, Missouri? Mi- uh, Memphis, I mean, I, Memphis. I was so right there, guys. I just want to talk about the fact <laughs> that I went with a mob instead of a mafia. I, what's funny <laughs> is you're sitting here talking about plural, and I'm like. Oh my God! She's saying mob. If she just said mafia, <laughs> she would get it. If she just when you said the name of the song, I thought, oh, they're gonna she get it now. When it's, it's plural. Oh my God! Okay, yeah. well, after the sixth round, it's not a oh runaway. Boy. It is not still pretty. anybody's game because this is a wagering question. The score is one forty to eighty-five. Ben and Shakiva are in the lead. Sean and Amita eighty-five. Ben and Shakiva one forty. This yeah. is a gauntlet question. The category for the gauntlet, music. All right. Our wager is locked in. We've come to a decision. Oh, you've locked in our wager. Nice. All right. Here we go. I have three questions. Question number one. California-based Calvin Cordozer Broadus Jr. is better known by what name? We are locked in on the first one. Okay. So are we. (laughs) <laughs> all, right. all right sorry buddy we got this what she said <laughs> all right number two in the hangover what song was mike tyson jamming to when he punched zach galifianakis locked in because i okay. have an idea of what the song is but it's not, it doesn't seem right yeah, then it's probably right what, well, what, what do you I, I I don't know why, but I'm thinking Phil Collins, and that doesn't seem like it would fit here. Yeah, because it's because it's comedy. I mean, it, it fits because it's Mike Tyson. Okay. But you're pretty sure that's the song he's humming. That's right. why that's in my head. 
yeah, it's funny. <laughs> right, that'd be funny, right? All right, you locking in with that? Let's lock that in because that's all yes. I can think of right now. Okay, and number three, Malcolm Jamal Warner, Don King, Billy D. Williams, Danny Glover, and a huge cast of stars were featured in what Michael Jackson music video? I don't know if she was pointing at me or you, Sean. <laughs> Sean is a huge Michael Jackson fan. Oh. I am. Can you repeat that, please? Yes. Yeah. There's no way we were getting through this show without a Michael Jackson question. I'll have you know. Love it. Thank you. Malcolm Jamal Warner, Don King, Billy D. Williams, Danny Glover, and a huge cast of stars were featured in what Michael Jackson music video? Are you confident in your answer? I'm pretty confident. Are you Are you confident in your answer? Or are you confident that I have the right answer? I'm trying to well, read I your confident confidence. That you knew it, but I am extremely confident in my answer. I feel like this is going to be a dramatic conclusion to this game. It could very well be. I'm I'm really excited about it. <laughs> oh boy! I'm kind of excited. We are painfully locked in. Painfully locked in. I'm so stressed right now. Okay. Oh, boy. I'm so stressed. Don't be sad. I have that effect on women. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm stressed. I I have that effect on men, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Amita and Sean. Uh-huh. Sean was fanning himself. (laughs) Okay, Amita, so you're confident in your answer, but you're also confident in me, and I appreciate that. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm confident in my answer because Tony DeCray hired me for a show that made me watch all these videos. Um, I'm confident in my answer because I love Michael Jackson so much. Okay, so we've got our answer locked in. Are you you confident? Yep. We're feeling very, perhaps, ironically, the most confident we've been for the entire game. Basically, okay. Yes. All right. So I'm going to reread the question, and this time I want to hear answers from both of you after each question. All right. The first question was, what California artist is better known as Calvin Cordozer Broadus Jr.? So we locked in Snoop Dogg. You said Snoop okay. Dogg? Yep. Amita Snoop and Dogg. Sean, you said Snoop Dogg? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the second question was... In The Hangover, what song was Mike Tyson jamming to when he punched Zach Galifianakis? We locked in with In the Air Tonight. And you guys said? In the Air Tonight. In the Air Collins. Tonight. Yep. By the way, In the Air Tonight is the one white people song that I <laughs> am confident all black people like. That's, from, from my knowledge of black culture, that was the one white person song that I know well, the you have to exclude all white people that have been adopted by black people, such as George Michael. Um, <laughs> um, what's the I'm guy from saying the Doobie Brothers? The only. Michael McDonald. I'm not saying it's the only. Okay, I'm gotcha. saying it's one that I was confident in. <laughs> gotcha. Yes. And Malcolm Jamal Warner, Don King, Billy D. Williams, Danny Glover, and a huge cast of stars were featured in what Michael Jackson music video? Ben and Chikiva, what did you say? We painfully locked in Remember the Time. Remember the time. Remember the time. All right. (laughs) And Amita and Sean, what did you say? We locked in Liberian Girl. 
Liberian Li- girl. The obscure yes. Liberian Very girl. Very obscure. All right, here are your correct answers. Snoop Dogg. In the air tonight. And Liberian girl. Oh, oh. God. This is a dramatic well, we're about- <laughs> Yes, that's more appropriate. So, damn, damn, damn. <laughs> so we're about to find out. The wagers are, are locked in. We're about to find out what our scores are. There's still some, I mean, if they were just trying yeah, yeah, to. Yeah, the scores make it the whole thing. Yeah, the score, it, you never know what the final scores are going to be. Finn and Shakiva, what did you wager? We wagered 40 points. 40 points. Yes. So your final score is 100. Sean and Amita, what did you wager? We bet it all. Oh. 85 <laughs> points. <sighs> 85 yeah, plus 85. Yeah. The final score. Oh. The come from behind win yes. for inside pop. Oh, Sean and man. Amita, 170 oh. to 100. Congrats. Oh, oh my say? goodness. I just I, I, I need a drink. You do. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I obviously don't like losing, but I don't mind losing on an obscure Michael Jackson song that you guys both had personal references <laughs> with in career. I'm perfectly okay losing that way. Yeah. Have you, have, are you familiar with the song? I mean, have you heard I've it? I've vaguely heard about it, but I've, I've never I seen it. This video anything. has Steven Spielberg in it. It has yeah. Dan Aykroyd in it. it. It is literally chalk full. Every person is in the video. It must have been on like a, like his dangerous yeah. album or, uh, Liberian Girls no, bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's a bad, bad album. Really? Oh, yeah. 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 The, the reference that I was making is that I worked on a show that was all about the videos from the bad album. And therefore I had to count oh, and name everybody in that uh, video. So yeah. Sherman Helmsley's in it. Beverly Johnson's in it. I want to say that. No, she wasn't. In it, but there was so many. Debbie so Gibson's many in it. Um, Debbie Gibson's in it. Literally. Um, Bubbles, the chimp no. is in it. No. No. Totally. Absolutely. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. You should watch like- it. Um. You might get angry watching it, but it's it's pretty ridiculous. It's just Michael yeah. going through his Rolodex and calling all of his famous friends. What, what the, so the plot video. of the video is all of these people are met together in this big soundstage kind of room, and they're all talking to each other, and they're like, why are we here? What are we doing here? We're here to do a Michael Jackson video. Where's Michael? Where's Michael? Where's Michael? Everybody wonder, where's, My- where's Michael? And at the end, he comes in from this big, giant boom arm with a camera attached. And they're, they're like, so we're supposed to be in a video. He's like, you've already been in the video. He's been recording the conversations the whole time. Yeah. That's the plot of the video. Hmm. Yeah. And then it's, everybody starts laughing and it's a joy. Oh, say. it's beautiful. Except for the losing part right Does now. Does it have anything this to do with the song itself? No. Okay. There are no librarians in that video. <laughs> All right. All right. Oh, that was All right. sad. But I'm fun. sorry, guys, but that was a fantastic <laughs> ending. It was. I love it. It was. All right, well, uh, we do have a Warhead of the Week this week. All right. Our Warhead of the Week was actually very excited about this show. Her name is Ashley Sutton. She is in Australia. Oh, nice. And when Ashley heard that we were doing a pop culture show, a black pop culture show, she was like, I hope you guys have studied... Because even I knew Return of the Mac. <laughs> and so she was saying that the rest of us were not going to hold our own against Ben in this episode. Wow. Little yeah. did she know I had an ace up my sleeve. <laughs> so, Ashley, you are our Warhead of the Week. Thank you so much for listening and for participating with us on the Facebook group. Uh, we also have some reviews to read. 
We have a new review by Jazz King 66. Jazz King 66 says a podcast for every occasion. My fiance and I listen to this podcast in a variety of situations at work, on the way to my parents' house, at home instead of being social on a Friday night, and more. The podcast is great, and I always learn something and laugh way too hard whenever we tune in. Keep it up. We also have a new review by Sybil the Great. Sybil the Great says, obsessed. Mm. I like that word. (laughs) I like that too. So happy I stumbled onto this podcast. It should be in the top charts. Recently went on a road trip from California all the way up to Canada and listened to a whole bunch of episodes. Super fun and entertaining. Kept my brain active for hours. Jonathan and Chris are awesome. Highly recommend. Very good. Thank you, Sybil. Love that one. And the last one today is by Warrior for Hire. He says, I feel really smart. (laughs) (laughs) You know, whenever I try to go to pub quiz, the questions are always so obscure and off the wall, I have no hope. But while playing along with y'all, I feel right at home. Thanks for making a trivia show that I can relate to. I like that. Thanks. We appreciate that. 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 That made me feel good. Thank you, Warrior for Hire. And uh, if you guys want to leave a review, be sure to go out to iTunes and just search for Trivial Warfare. And if you just search for Trivia, you'll find us. We're like the third show up there. But Trivial Warfare, and go ahead and tell us what you think. We want to thank everybody for their support this month, and we want to announce a few new promotions in the Trivial Warfare Army. So we've had a great week this week. First up, Ray Miller is a new lieutenant. Thank you so much, Ray. I really appreciate it, man. Your support is awesome. Uh, we also have another new lieutenant. His name is Robert Halsey. And Robert, looks like you're a Packer fan, dude. <laughs> Just saying, based on the very little information I have about you, go Pack, right? <laughs> Thank you so much for your support, Robert. We have a new captain, Andrew Buxbaum. I think I'm pronouncing your last name right, Andrew. Thank you for your support. Looking forward to the chance to get to know you better. We have a new private, Zachary Walter. Thank you so much, Zachary. You guys, I don't know if you guys know why I like the privates so much, but, uh, to me, the privates are basically people are saying, look, I don't, I can't really spend a lot of money on this, but I want you to know that I appreciate what you're doing. That's what private says to me more than anything else. And, and I love all of them. Obviously, I love everybody, but um, special place in my heart right there. Uh, Of course, I'm not going to let the show end without thanking our biggest sponsor, uh, General David Livesey. And uh, General Livesey, you're going to hear from him pretty soon. We've recorded an episode together already. It's uh, two or three shows down the road, but uh, really looking forward to sharing that game with you because it was freaking awesome. So, uh, that's it for... TWA Promotions. Thanks again to everybody. All right, guys, it's time to wrap it up. Before you guys have to head out, tell everybody where they can find Inside Pop. You can find Inside Pop on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Google Play, everywhere. Podcasts can be found. We're there. You can also visit our website at InsidePopPodcast.com and on Twitter and Instagram at PopInsiders. And what kind of person will like Inside Pop? What kind of person should, will be attracted to your show? Who's your, who's your target audience? We always discuss that. I think our target audience is anybody who wants to be kind of in the know with what's happening in pop culture every week, but then also get an in-depth kind of insider perspective. 
uh, from two people who are in the industry to kind of go deeper into the conversation with the backgrounds that we have in television, our love of film, our love of music, but also our diversity. You know, we are very similar and very different in so many ways. We like to joke around about all the things that we have that are the opposite. <laughs> I'm a hater. I mean, it's positive. I love it. <laughs> Sean is bald. I have hair. <laughs> right. um, yeah. So, of course, we like everybody else, we've got a lot of opinions, but we always yeah. try to back up the opinions, opinions with some facts. So yeah. you'll, you'll get that, too. Um, yeah. And so. we do a really fun segment every week called The Big Sell, which has uh, been a really, really great segment for us where we uh, are enjoying something in pop culture and we try to sell it to the other one. And then the other one has to kind of test it out and tell us what they think. So it's a great way to introduce new pop culture that we're also enjoying, but that might not be mainstream or completely something you may have heard of as well. I think one of the coolest things about it in in the episodes that I've listened to, and I've listened to probably the last five or six, is that so you're you're getting up to date on what's happening in pop culture, but the insider piece of that is it was unexpected. I didn't know what to expect when I heard it. But as you're talking about, okay, at this screening or in this interview or this experience, and it's like, oh, so you're not just getting the, this is what's happening in pop culture, but you're literally getting more of a behind the scenes version of it. And I think that's really cool. So uh, inside pop, go make sure you guys go check it out. Thank you so much. All right, guys. And thank you for having this us. Was this was fun. such a blast. My palms are sweaty <laughs> and my hands are shaking, but I, I had a great time. I need to say this right quick before y'all go. The whole time I was looking at the screen, I'm like, Amina looks just like Lisa McDowell from like from the, um, Coming to America. Like I cannot I get past that, that the whole movie. time. I was hoping for a Coming to America question. Oh, yes. uh, oh I would have nailed but all Thank of that. you. I've yeah. never got that one. All right, guys. So, oh, and we want to come back for the dance off. I know. Yeah, sorry. Oh. We have to wrap this episode up, but we want to come oh. back for the dance. That's not a bad idea. Whenever you're ready. Oh boy. Whenever you're ready. Oh. 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 She's on it. Awesome. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for coming on. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye bye. Thanks so much for having us. Bye. Shakiva, thanks for joining us. This was your first time. This was my first time, and I think you did a fabulous job. You did. I, in fact, I 140 points going into the final, and I don't think Ben was getting anywhere near that without you. No, yeah. no way. He no needed way. me. Yeah, he's a wing, like wing a woman, wingman. <laughs> wing you're woman. a wing woman. You're my, you're my <laughs> wing, wing woman. woman. <laughs> <laughs> the wee, 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 wee. <laughs> All right. Guys, if you want to connect with us and send us any questions, be sure to uh, do that. You can reach me at trivialwarfare at gmail.com. Ben, where can they reach you? Uh, you can reach me at twaliterature at gmail.com. You can always send questions to Carmela at twafirstlady.com. And Chris is at warmitupchris at yahoo.com. And it's time to get out of here. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next week. That is Shakiva. That is Ben. That was Sean. That was Amita. And this is Jonathan. And this has been Trivial Warfare, where it's not just trivia. It's war. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Trivial Warfare. To learn more about the show and become a warhead yourself, visit TrivialWarfare.com. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes or in any other good podcast app. And find us on Facebook or Twitter by searching Trivial Warfare. This episode was edited and produced by me, Joel Sharpton. If you need help with your podcast, find it at ProPodcastingServices.com.
I'm just thinking of something that sounds like bait. Back, back pedal, back, back. Bark, uh, back, ball, ball? Ball, (laughs) pee. We're just saying syllables now. This is not (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) Nope. Ba, ba, ba. 